0: On Tumblr right now, too, right now, so about to play the fucking you know call the personality fucking song uh i didn't get to do the full recap i have enough down i had to sort of watch collision and rampage that aired on saturday and i i really i really think at this point right now you know um like you know i think you know A, A, aw is my main interest of wrestling companies right and wwe like i can just kind of forward and fucking you know mainly just watch the fucking you know the um pay-per-view specials, but I find myself forwarding a lot of, like, their shows, because I'm not really into some of the cold matches sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's, uh, you know, too many video packages and whatnot, and I really don't really feel like becoming a full-time, you know, WWE guy in that sense, of, like, watching it live again, right, because, you know, but with CM Punk back, it's like, now, you know, they push me in a way where, you know, I have to see how this is addressed, I put, I put the Tumblr live on, I, you know, I, it probably would have gotten more traffic, probably, like, the night of, this is, like, the day after, obviously, November 26th, I was, I was actually gonna do one, like, then, like, you know, the, the as soon as I got home, to just do, like, this portion of it, to just cover the CM Punk stuff, cause I got other stuff to fucking cover, basically, um, but yeah, I had to get the CM Punk thoughts out, and I thought I might as well just do it live, but I don't think anyone's really coming in here. I, I, I did on, again, I, I would've done on Twitter Spaces, um, but I didn't think that would be, do- I, I don't think that would be, you know, I, I find myself getting more viewers here, even if people are not really saying much, for, especially from Tumblr, but if anyone from Twitter was gonna, you know, come in here and say some shit then I knew that, like, you know, they, the possibility that, you know, I could get some CM Punk trolls in here, paid shills that might not like the way that I'm breaking it down, right, you know what I mean, because I have a different interpretation than most people, I guess. And not, not that people aren't of having the interpretation that I have, but, uh, what's going on, Boss Barbie, I got one guest in here now, uh, Boss Barbie. I'm just doing a podcast portion. I I gotta just vent. I thought I'd come on here, maybe, you know. Uh, Not that people aren't capable of having, you know, the interpretation that I have. But I just think a lot of people now who react to stuff online, especially, you know, uh, with fandom. I feel like a lot of people online, a lot of fucking, you know, characters in general... They all want to be characters when they react to shit. And I gotta fucking, you know, have a kayfabed reaction to, like, the overall view of it. When I would rather just analyze the overall view, if that makes sense. I don't like, you know, doing the kayfabed... But I'm on my previous laptop, I'm not on my, on, like, the, you know, I'm not on, like, the latest laptop that I had... Because, like, cause I, you know, like, the computer got fucking broken uh, a little bit. So, the fucking camera's not really the clearest on this one. So, I had to fucking buy a new one earlier this year. You know what I mean? And that one, you know, because somebody fucking broke my fucking, you know, laptop. You know, I always think that they do that on purpose. You know, the powers that be when I'm pissing them off. So, they break some of my shit. So, it forces me to have to go fucking buy new shit. Uh, that's the kind of world I'm living in, unfortunately. I'm gonna have one fucking smoke, and my windows are open. You yeah. uh, know. Thanks for stopping in, Boss Barbie. Uh, this uh, this one chicken here, she goes live on here. Uh, she's been one of the coolest. I mean, there's a lot of there's a bunch of cool people that I've met on here. Um, you know, a lot of women that I've met on here that are seem really cool as hell. So, you know, uh, she's, like, one of the more, you know, encouraging ones. You know, she does her thing. She does her... She's trying to get me on TikTok, and I don't know if I want to go on TikTok. You know what I mean? But I'll see, you know. I'll see. I, I mean, she says it's easy to get an audience there and stuff like that, but, you know. I I don't know if I really want a big fucking audience at this point in my life because, you know, it just... You know, I, I'd rather have a small, like, audience where, you know, I can kind of just... You know, what I, mean? I I don't want to be the biggest fucking fish in the sense that, you know, because because, again, like then everyone thinks they have a right to you to uh, like because like if you become a, if you come from that propped up, people then automatically start thinking that they can like they won't back up things you say unless they have say in it. You know what I mean? Unless they can book some of the stuff that you're saying. So you, you got to pick and choose, you know, who you hang out with and all that kind of shit um, in, in that regard, because, you know, people who don't get their way with what they want out of you, then they, you know, com- find you completely useless, and, you know, I, and, and by, by doing so, with the cold, they pushed me in a corner where, um, I had to be irrelevant, and, you know, and now I'm finding my own fucking style, I don't need a copy on other people's fucking, you know, on how they go about it, I've seen enough stand-up, I've seen enough, uh, you know, uh, movies, television, you know, I'm sure I'm missing out on other great shit that people are going to live vicariously through and then use it as part of their personality to, you know, incorporate into social shit. Not me. I don't find, you know, I I just want to do my style. I I I'm not a fun guy to be around anymore socially. You know what I mean? I think I'm just done with all the bullshit, you know, in general with people playing mind games uh, you know, put, being put through parody tests. And all that kind of shit. You know what I mean. That's why you know I'm glad that I'm irrelevant. But the problem is, people still fucking you know have to uh, you know uh, find a way to you know make me feel you know like you know like like it's not good enough that I'm irrelevant. It's like now you have to make like you know me, like me even question putting out a thought because it doesn't meet the popular fucking standard. So, you know, I guess, you know, it was true that CM Punk, uh, you know, came back to the, uh, to the WWE, uh, they, again, I'll go through the event later on, the event was pretty good, like, even if CM Punk didn't return, the event was pretty decent, uh, I would say the, like, the, the least heated match was probably Rhea and Zoe. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, I wasn't interested in Santos versus Dragon Lee. I was more interested in Santos and Carlito. But, like, you know, Santos got over with this character. I think the best, like, singles match, um, like, you know, that wasn't, like, the War Games match was probably, you know, uh, Miz versus Gunther. And I didn't think that match was super, like, the, the greatest ever in that, you know what I mean? Like, I thought it, I guess when what, 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 what I'm used to, like, something being intense... I have like AEW style of, 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 of you know, um, of tents. But for a WWE style match, for a Miz style match, it was still like pretty good. Like, you know, because. And, and again, with the call? I, I didn't expect Miz to win the match. But like, you know, they, they, like people are like, well, then why they build them up so much? It's like, dude, you know, you're allowed to build up IC title matches and US title matches. Doesn't mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, the fact that you wanted Miz to win shows you it worked that, like, you know, that, that, that that's how, like, everyone's just so, so, uh, everyone's so used to, like, you know, a standard, uh, title defense that, like, they get, like, they get fucking, like, oh my god, like, I, I, there's meaning to this match. What does it even mean? It's like, dude, like, th- that should be the standard of what title matches in general should be. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the mid card title shouldn't feel like it's like devalued, which is why I'm, I'm always for like you know people who are supposed to be X main event guys going for the title because you know it's another main you know it's like you know uh, it's 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 another like way for like you know X main event guys to mix it up with people in the mid card that might not be ready. And there's experience of mixing it up with, you know, like, you know, Bret Hart wouldn't have uh, been able to main event a pay-per-view with Rowdy Piper, like, you know, being a mid Carter so, like, you know, they made Piper a mid Carter and it gave Bret Hart credibility and all that shit, you know? I don't know. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself, but yeah, no. CM Punk returned, and here here's the thing. I'm looking at the overall view, right? Uh the overall view before I act reactionary, because on the surface I can put 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 out the same fucking shit. I can dick ride CM Punk. Um, I can point out that he's a hypocrite. He knows he's a hypocrite. They all know they're hypocrites. That's supposed to be the discourse. We and we all think that we're dunking on them by pointing out they're hypocrites, but they know they're fucking hypocrites. That's how fucking advanced the game is. Um everything everything's a fucking, you know, uh, a marketing tool. So like, you know, but but the thing is CM Punk shills who, you know, have like pretended that this guy is like you know he's like the realest thing in the industry, even though before like 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 if I looked at, like at like he 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 was definitely supposed to i'm not this is not me knocking his talent or anything like that, like you know what I mean like he was chosen to be the anti establishing guy like you know what I mean like his like I'm not talking about the week because again everyone's thinking that the booking is week to week, but since the c m punk fucking pipe bomb like Looking back now, that era was supposed to represent where the future was going in an overall sense. By mentioning other companies, by mentioning the word wrestler, you know, by you know, giving it, it added to people from from you know ROH and all that to you know be seen in WWE television and be used like you know in like a main event light basically. You know, uh, Japan got, you know, J- Japan got, like, you know, a big push from it also by being mentioned. It became part of the... Di- so, anything anything that Punk mentions is because WWE didn't capitalize it off right away. Because WWE has to look like they're behind the times. And, like, you know, so it like, give CM Punk credit, even though the overall... Like, you know, WWE knew, knows that they have to be the fucking villain... And, and, and this is a way for, and, and we're reaching the final form of where it's going to the next level. So when CM Punk came back in 2019, it didn't seem like anything special when he came back to that Fox show. But like the overall view of him saying, I'm here to change the culture, that was supposed to be something that, you know, is added to, you know, the bigger level, basically. Um, you know, like you know, it was supposed to be the overall view. So, so if 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 my fucking you know uh uh my interpretation of this whole overall thing is that like you know uh WWE like in in the real life kayfabe fucked with other um you know fuck with other companies and sabotaged them whatever right that what they are called um. If if that's like the narrative, whatever, right? Then then like you know, like it, it represents that they allowed one company like AEW to exist to help change the perception of wrestling. It became like you know the actual NXT brand, as essentially on a bigger level, in the sense that like you know NXT was training you. Like just like they got ROH to train you, and then and then you know, and it was like ECW is supposed to be incorporated in WWE eventually, but WWE can never say they're ahead of it because they have to act like they're behind while also being the leaders. You know what I mean? So I'm looking at in, in that regard. I know a lot of people won't look at that in that regard, right? But that's how I look at it, at least. That's the way I choose to look at it. I'm not saying I'm right, but you know, that's the way I choose to do it. I, I don't fall for because, like, the stuff that's being put online with the media by acting, just by the notion of, like, people like Sean Ross Sapp and, I- and I'm glad that guy fucking blocked me because but I still got to see his fucking post on Reddit about, like, oh, like, uh, the, 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 oh, well, the people did know but some people didn't know how about this, the entire industry behind the scenes and even the fucking social climbers online they all fucking knew, okay, how about that? It's like, stop, like, giving me this bullshit about, like, no one fucking knowing. Like, everything has to act like everything happens spontaneously. You know what I mean? Okay, fine. If you want to buy into that, you can buy into that. I don't have to buy into that. Look at the... They had shirts... Yeah, only Triple H fucking knew. That's why they had to have shirts already. They had to have fucking the production guys get the fucking music ready. They had fucking figures all lined up. You know what I mean? They had a fucking parade... Oh my god! They didn't know that CM Punk was claiming kind of, Like, like shut the fuck up! You know what I mean? Like, this is why no one. Like, you know what I mean? This is why fucking the the portion of the wrestling media. I'm not gonna say all the wrestling media because I'm not gonna generalize. I, I I know a lot of people generalize like people like me, like you know uh you know um you know because I'm, I I have a conspiratorial element to what I fucking say, but. And the only satisfaction that these people have is that they can do mental torment to me and that they can, you know, what I don't know, uh make sure that I have limited viewers or limited listeners so it fucking knocks down my fucking ego because I'm doing it on my own and I'm not helping I'm not having people help me or co-sign me. No, I I don't I don't need people's fucking co-sign. But see there's a difference between again because you know CM Punk, you know, uh Went back. I didn't go back to the fucking Stern Show. And I know people are gonna say like, "Well, they didn't want you back," no, when, well, because I'm so irrelevant and no one talks to me that when people do men- mention me, it's always permitted, right? So uh, every every couple every couple of years there will be Stern trolls that will pop up like their fans and go, "Oh, you should come back," and it's like it's Howard's way of wanting you back. But, like, because I'm not giving in or I want it under my fucking conditions, it's like, okay, they back off all of a sudden. That's like gone away. But of course, they fuck because they get you know, I all was, I was one of the last few genuine interesting things on that fucking show. As much as they want to downplay me. You know what I mean? make sure my air, the, the the air that I was in wasn't fucking remembered fondly. Or the fucking trolls even have to fucking not mention that uh, I was a part of fucking great moments on the show. So they downplay me. I'm not saying I'm on the same level as CM Punk. But the reason why I have such a, a little bit of resentment. Because while I was going through it. He was fucking you know taking subtle jabs and mocking me. You know what I mean, and 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 of course, and, and because a lot of people I know that probably hate my guts. If if I mentioned that also, then like they would also then you know, take pleasure. Because I, I mean, no 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 one in general that knows me like whether it's online or whether people know me personally like I, people can't resist from fucking you know taking pleasure and that I take it in the fucking chin but, but the, the, the thing is about me is I fucking I, I, I can admit it though you know what I mean I can admit it and it makes me fucking stronger I guess because people who have their fucking issues like their genuine issues presented to them they fucking can't stand and lose their mind but now they're in a position where you they, they can organize fucking people to harass you or do some fucking torment to get because, because no, no one that climbs up in that system is ever gonna um, uh, is never gonna ever fucking you know uh um uh like none of these guys are ever gonna have, you know, a, a proper head on straight. It's always gonna be something fucked up basically. There's like four people in here now. Not many people in here, but it's fine. The thing is I came on top I was gonna go I was gonna go on uh on uh on spaces on Twitter. But I knew that like if they're because if we're talking about CM Punk right, then his shills are always roaming around, so they would like you know, and he's had his shills fucking go at me, or or his head shills would fucking send other shills against me, um whatever right. Some some of these wrestling shills are really disturbed, you know what I mean? Like some of them like you know like the Roman Reigns ones like you know in two thousand nineteen they were, like, you know, basically trying to fucking... T- oh, uh, I'm going to send child porn into you. It's like, wh- why are Roman Reigns stands having child porn on them? And why would you be bragging about that? Like, and, and you're putting it out there... You're, like, you know, I, I, I understand that with the quote. They think they'll put me in a, in a mental tailspin, but, like, when I document it, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it doesn't really do you any fucking good either. All, all it shows me that there's plenty of people that seemingly don't mind having child porn on them for some odd reason. And then you wonder why it becomes discourse about, like, oh, some government official had child porn on them. And then we're like, oh, my God, can you believe it? It's like, yeah, well, the system is fucking, you know, full of those kind of people. So what would you, you know, you, it's just a lot of you let the right wing run them up with it. So the right wing gets credibility when it, it is proven fucking true. But it's, 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 like some of you, it's like some of you on the left, like, love to, like, just hand it over to the right wing, by the way. By acting like you're thinking more logically and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, yeah, definitely should call out the 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 the, the right wing's tinge of making it making their conspiracies lead to more of a fundamentalist, right wing, racist, misogynist, homophobic, transphobic level of, of hate, basically. But you know, I don't know. So I mean so so when I said look at, look at the overall view. If uh AEW is supposed to be the new company that's being put over, then I could see like instead of like you know uh instead of like it just being put over, everything working well for them. Like it has to be like a plan that maybe like you know Tony Khan's actually sending people to WWE to tear it up t- tear it up from within maybe. You know, or or maybe it'll be revealed that CM Punk and others were were sent to AEW to tear it in from within, and that's why after brawl out, CM Punk decided he was going to return and be a nuisance, basically. But right now, AEW are the ones that are feeling empty right now. And I, you know, I'm I'm just sick of the internet discourse because all of this is just designed. Everything is just designed for to- for everyone, who is partaking in this discourse, to be a character for a future documentary. This has been more like A W. Like okay, for a bit was alternative, but to me now it feels like it's being more served to make Tony Khan a Vince McMahon figure and we're going to have a documentary on his downfall, or whatever the fuck it is. So that's the way that I look at it. But if I look on the surface, right, CM Pong's a hypocrite... He went back to the place that almost fucking killed him. Everything ties back to the fucking pipe, pipe bomb. And the other, other big time promos and shit. Right, there's more people coming in now. I guess you know, not many. Still not many people, but I guess there's more people coming in. No one's no, right now. No one's saying anything. I, I think if anyone wants to say anything mean, like because Tumblr has like a like you know like if you say like fuck you straight up right, Tumblr won't allow that. So there could be people typing that in. But so like so like so like Tumblr Live uh, if for for people that are trying to ha- do hateful shit on the comment section. It's like they make you work a little bit harder to get the hate out because now you got to do a bunch of code words and, like, separate fucking letters and, you know, put, like, number signs and all that kind of shit in order to get your hate out. That's the way that I fucking see it, at least. I should have come on my, uh, on the better laptop with the fucking, you know, I didn't want, I mean, I'm recording on my phone right now, um, so I would have used my phone cause that's also better quality than, you know, what laptop does, but th- this is like, my you know, my, my 2020 laptop that I fucking, you know, or 2019, whatever. And that one got fucking ruined a little bit. So then I had a fucking you know like b- before this fell apart. You know I had to get a fucking better one that's more a little bit more powerful than this one. But I still use it ex- as extra now for for in my room now. Normally I'm in my you know in 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 the in the in the TV room um, doing doing a fucking Tumblr live. But I decided to do it on here. But so far, no one's really saying anything other than Boss Barbie. But I think I don't know if she's still around. You know, I don't know if she dipped. let me see if anyone's calling in. No, no guest. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So he came back, and then the main things was uh, that Seth Rollins. I mean, this is all. This, this is the obvious work. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't try to sell that off as like, it be. I'm sure it'll come down like in the documentaries. Although, no, no, that was a hundred percent real. Seth Rollins really, really, really didn't want to flip him off. So that indicates where CM Punk's big program could be. People think Mania. Some people think that it could it could be Royal Rumble. I think it might be Rumble, um, but I don't know if like you know the thing is now with Punk back. Now I'm more fascinated with Punk versus Reigns at WrestleMania. You know, or 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 maybe you know again maybe MJF does end up leaving WWE and they do MJF versus CM Punk at WrestleMania. who knows i mean i mean listen man it, 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 none of it makes sense it feels like what we're seeing now is like a fucking draft it's like in, it's like you know instead of smackdown raw draft it's like awwe draft and people want you know and people are writing the eulogy for you know uh, for aw right now even though even though this whole thing has been sabotaged for the purpose of them feeling empty Cause it's, it's it's like it's part of the discourse where now they're taking the L's essentially when they had goodwill for the beginning. So like, so like, it'd be one thing if it was just Tony Khan messing up, but like these are purposeful and tactical, uh, type of fucking mess ups where it's supposed to be about the overall discourse, knowing that the fucking product is gonna fucking take a a slump for a couple of years between different companies and all that that's what every company needs to have that for some odd reason where every company needs to take an L for some odd reason I mean I mean and and there's and and, and, you know there's a lot of good challenges for him over there if they capitalize off him I don't know what his deal is you know now they've made it fucking you know. You, now they made it must see to go and watch this fucking lot. Cause again, I I don't want to watch WWE live. I really don't. I like kind of fording it, but now it's like you know you know now it's like you know in a really interesting place now where, you know you might have to go check out what CM Punk's gonna fucking say, and and, and what shit he's gonna use in his fucking promos. Uh, you know what shit will he use in his fucking promos that will uh. You know, that, you know, his fan base will incorporate in their fucking personality and, and, you know, in their posts and all that like they normally do. Tell me when I'm telling lies. The apology must be as loud as the disrespect, guys. You know, I don't know. And then, and the way that they make it seem like this wasn't planned from the get go, or anything, that they have to go, okay, well, finally Triple H and uh, CM Punk had a conversation, and then they blew up the internet with the fucking photo between them. You know, I wonder, I wonder how much crypto, I wonder how much cryptocurrency, or how much social media fucking points that fucking uh, picture accumulated. They probably anticipated, like, you know like, no, that, that is a moneymaker. How, how much money do you think is being made off of that photo being passed around? Because that's where the entire fucking industry is going. It's not just about the fucking product anymore. It's about the online shit. Where it used to add something, but now it's like it takes away from the actual product. Because now that's where the fucking product is, you know what I mean? And instead of just admitting that, we, it, because we don't admit that, we act like our complaints are fucking valid... Even though we know there's no intention of things being improved, it's gonna get worse, unless this is all leading to a AEW versus WWE thing. A lot of the overall movements I've been kind, of you know, I might not have been specifically right about the specifics. I can never get the specifics down. Whenever I think I have the specifics down of how it'll play out, they always change it up. But in the overall, in the overall sphere, you know, I, I you know a lot of my predictions have kind of come true you know, sometimes they hold off on it, you know, so, uh, uh, until I give up on, you know, mentioning it, so then, you know, then, so then when it happens quietly, then, you know, people don't have to say that I was right, because th- that hurts people's egos a lot more, having to admit that a fat schlub like me is right about something, and people don't view me as, like, you know, people, p- people don't view me, like, they know I'm I'm valuable, so they keep me around. But they know that I should I look like I'm not valuable and I am a nothing so they might as well fucking just shit on me, you know. Questioning my questioning, you know, my value when, you know, all of them just want to you know, I don't know. Like, you know, like, like Punk and his shills, you know, like the, the creative shills who have collaborated with AEW to do this whole workshoot storyline. They help sabotage a product, and then they get to fucking act like they're credible because now they're pointing out that Tony Khan's a bad booker. It's like you motherfuckers help book him to be a bad booker. Because you're more fascinated with booking the real-life discourse than actually booking a wrestling company. Cause, because, because most people on, on the shill side are are paid to tear shit down. They never want to build shit up. That's like, the, you know what I mean? So, like, so when something is being built up, they get uncomfortable with it. And they're like, okay, well, we need to tear it down. And that was always going to be the fucking way it was going, you know. <sighs> Like, you know what I mean? the whole game becomes... Oh, look, Sean Rice denied that Punk is coming back. But then all of a sudden he has all these details. You know what I mean? And then we we gotta go by their explanation of how this happens. Like, I I don't give a shit. I could see some real-life discourse being extracted by... Some people not being happy is back and wanting to leave. Like, they're trying to really make it seem like... Drew McIntyre might be pissed off for real... But I do. I I don't know because right now they're saying that he still hasn't signed a new deal, right? So maybe he actually doesn't end up leaving or something like that. Who fucking knows? You can tell somebody just made a. Uh, you can tell somebody just made somebody just made a, a a random account to come in here because you gotta come in here with uh you, you gotta come in here with like you know a uh a, a, a you, you just can't watch my broadcast. So I think some people don't want to create accounts. But you can tell some people are just creating accounts to come in here. Cause there's one guy named Phil uh Phil Heat H H H. So it's like, okay, I have C- I-, I have CM Punk's name in my mind. I'm gonna call him Phil. And then I'm gonna you know, you might as well just made your name, you know, Phil Muffin Man with Pepsi in his mouth um, while, H, while H-H-H is, you know, uh, slurping from the slay- same straw or something like that. You could have come up with that stupid name, you know. Now there's nine people in here. You know, not ma- not, not many people, but, you know. I thought I thought I should do this for the, with a the live audience because I wanted to see how many of, uh, like I said, it probably would have been a little bit more on on uh, I probably would have got a lot more trolls on uh, you know on on you know on on uh, you know on, on Twitter, but you know some people on here are probably taking one for the team where they come out where they're in a group chat and then one makes an account and then they broadcast it for like maybe 30 or 40 people, depending on which factions and which discords and which group chats hate my guts a lot of them do. That's why they try to organize the discourse to gaslight, like, my opinions. Like, they they go to such lengths to find out what makes me pissed off in the discourse. And then a bunch of people then, you know, use their power. Even though the masses don't fucking know who I am, whatever, right? Like, on a bigger fucking scale. So, like, some of these people pay attention to what I say. So they gotta have the masses fucking, you know, basically talk about shit nonstop. But that's how, you know, you know, not every single thing, but I mean with some certain things that I say, I can sense when they start putting the discourse out there and go one way or another.
1: You know. It's, 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 it's like I'm on the uh
0: you see this guy right here, Let me see who this guy is, James Shuler, is this guy like a, I thought maybe it was like, you know, I, I couldn't recognize, because yeah, it's so small on my fucking screen, when these guys, when these people's coming in, so I thought maybe, cause, cause, cause I, I I do a lot of people come in here, with the, with the, with sometimes with the Beetlejuice uh, profile picture, and sometimes there's people that don't even know who, uh, you know, who he is and all that kind of stuff, right, you know, but this guy, you know, I look at his profile, he doesn't look like Beetlejuice at all whatsoever. But from a distance, you know, I thought it might be a little bit, you know. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I'll talk a little bit more, I'm I'm not gonna, I'm I'm, I'm gonna do a long one for the, I'll come, come, I'm gonna come back on the podcast, obviously, I don't know if I'll do the rest of the podcast on Tumblr, but I did want to do the CM Punk stuff on, you know, Tumblr at least, you know, and maybe get some live audience from it, but, um, you know. But what else, um, yeah, so yeah, people were just reading the, the AEW eulogy, like, oh my god, AEW is done, I mean, if it is, it is, I guess, I don't know, you know. At least the one guy in here said, what's up, so, you know, said, hey. Well, hey, back to you. I don't know, I, you know. I don't know if this guy's supposed to be a troll or not, whatever, but, you know. And then, and then, CM Punk never intended to go to Impact, right? So, like to me, because it's always been planned to go like wherever it plans to go, it's always been been by design where it's going. But it gives Impact credibility because you know, because because you know, CM Punk was, you know, uh, was, like, in talks with them. So, like, people can go, oh, well, Impact's not in- in considered important, but it was important enough officially for CM Punk to be in talks with them to be, you know, there, where he was supposed to lead the charge with, a- with maybe the TNA name, basically. And then, you know, you-, you have a bunch of people online becoming characters. Like, okay, like, you- like people can make fun of the cog in the system, like Riddle, Because Riddle's, you know, been the shady... dude. I'm I'm not defending the shady shit he did. But the thing is, is, like, right now, he's, like, an amplified story of another real-life discourse... Where, like, his real-life discourse is supposed to be, like, the reality show method acting storyline that he's doing. So, of course, him talking about CM Punk being problematic. People are going to be like, oh, well, CM Punk didn't, didn't abuse any women... It's like, uh, well, he did admit to it on, you know, on, on his u Shoot interviews with Cole Cabana, you know, and, you know, you might just think that one time, people will overlook that one fucking time, right? But what's the called, you know, you don't know what he did behind the fucking scenes since he's, like, always been a protected, he, he's always been a industry plant, you know what I mean? Like, I, and, I, and I'm not knocking... His talent, or like his ability on the microphone, and all that kind of shit. But you know, it's, he's always been by design. Like even when he, like you know, his like what he went through in WWE, it's like part of the it's like you know part of like the initiation process of being a cog in the system is that the system fucking traumatizes you mentally and fucking physically, right? So like you know what I mean. But they give, but in this case. For CM Punk, they they gave him the storyline. When the stuff that happened to CM Punk probably happens to a lot of other people, but they don't get the attention because they're not CM Punk. But when it happens to CM Punk, it's a big fucking deal, right? So, but the thing is, you thought he actually left the system because he went to, the, he went to MMA, went to UFC. But if I always believed that uh, Vince McMahon had a hand in UFC in some regard... And I, I know you're supposed to think that Vince McMahon is not smart enough and all that kind of shit because you're supposed to think Vince McMahon's evil, but sitcom evil, where he's inept, he doesn't know um, who's gonna be a star, and he doesn't know what's gonna happen a week to the, a week from tomorrow. That kind of villainous fucking bullshit they give you, and I, I never buy into that. It, it, it's a way for you to like, you know, ha- have ill will towards the billionaire but like in a very limited capacity because hating him for what he really does like there's a fucking there's, like if they're not painting painting it where it's going they have like a saudi store of a, a WWE display like it's it's, it's like it's, it's going to like like it's going to be there officially because they're going to have ownership over it when they probably end up buying fucking endeavor and then turn it into a private fucking company or something like that. Like, everyone has been predicting. Or some people have. But I guess they didn't want to do... I guess in order to do it, they didn't want to flat out do the WWE selling to Saudi Arabia. Because they wanted at least, like, that WrestleMania for sure. To be, you know... Uh, to be, you know... Uh, you know uh, Have some type of, like, you know, uh, fanfare behind it. Like, from, like, the Smarks... Who pretend they hate WWE, but then they have to acknowledge something that's good from them, but but like you know, it's it's kind of hard. That's why they have to put Triple H in that fucking position because, like you're, like you're not supposed to be like you're guilt free from liking it now. Like you know what I mean, like you know, you, you, you like you're more guilt like they'd guilt you more if you liked it during Vince McMahon being a part of it, but since he's not been a part of it, like you know, officially. It's okay to like WWE again, even though, you know, Triple H, you know, has been accused of, like, you know, him covering up shit. And 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 even, like, you know, and even if, like, you know, he, he like, not that Bill DeMott shit, like, he's Vince Man's, he's like one of Vince Man's inner circle guys. So, of course, Triple H would fucking know about what's gone on, and he probably didn't give two shits. And people automatically think that, oh, like, you know, uh, like, I can enjoy the product now because Triple H is running it, but, like, you know, they can be inconvenienced that, you know, Triple H might be as scummy as, like, Vince McMahon is. You know what I mean? Oh, Vince McMahon didn't know about this, you know, Vince McMahon didn't... Like, d- dude, Vince McMahon knows about everything, alright, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you called for, out for being a fucking, you know, uh, a, a shitty billionaire? I just, I just hate limiting fucking, you know, how we're supposed to hate billionaires. Like we're still supposed to levitate it between comedy and fucking some ineptness that I that, that that I'll never buy into. So I I I don't, in my personal opinion, I really don't. I think I think it's a shit narrative that's being put out there. People are so you know uh, you know ready to uh, people people are ready to you know uh, constantly you know uh, you know um, like they're constantly ready to like act like they're smarter than the people in charge. It's like, you can point out they're, like, you know, they're powerful, but you don't have to act like, 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 I don't act like I'm smarter than the, like, you know, Vince McMahon or CM Punk, because they're probably playing this game at different fucking layers, but, you know, it's interesting to see people, you know, justify, you know, uh, like, you know, like all the people that are like, oh, you better stand on your beliefs, and they call out lesser people for not being pure and all that, and all of a sudden they're fucking, you know, acting like, uh, like they're they, like like when their favorite guy, who's gonna be current in the fucking discourse, when he fucking sells out all of, like officially, even though you can always say that CM Punk is always fucking sold out, like you know what I mean he's always been a fucking industry plan to me. Um, you know, so to me from the beginning, he you know it's it's always been designed for him to look like you know it's like it's like the Donald Trump booking, you know what I mean because like everything is against him, he's the underground hero. It's like you know, that's how Donald Trump is getting traction with his base, and people who think that you know, if you make fun of, uh, if you make fun of him, then it's you know, it's it's, it's how they help you know manufacture and you know uh, bring in you know that's how they use entertainment to manufacture consent. So apparently the deal is three years or something like that. You know, uh, the deal is gonna be fucking. You know, three years. Um, I, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure. Like there'll be something. Like you know, because it's like it's like you know, like you know, like you know, with Cody Rhodes, he had to get a systemic injury to prove he's tough in the WWE so like something will probably happen to CM Punk where he'll have to get a systemic injury so maybe he won't be a part of like maybe like, maybe he'll get injured on in his first match in WWE and then he has to fucking, you know, uh like, you know, be out of WrestleMania or something like that. You know, you like know, you know like like now that's where the booking also kinda of goes as well. When do, you, when do you want to take your systemic injury, you know what I mean, because it's, it's a mafia fucking system. That's just how I look at it, you know what I mean, like, no one has to be forced to look at it the way I look at it, you know what I mean, I'm not asking you all to, you can, you know, look at it the way you want if you want to buy into the official narratives, which means that just because you're taking the news and online, all the online discourse... And you're seeing all these social climbing accounts become fucking more and more characters. Oh, this is where Tony Khan really fucked up. How about maybe if how how about maybe what they call like you know it's you know if you guys did focus on Tony Khan becoming the main the the main discourse character, maybe we could have AEW going back to what made it fucking great. And the other thing was that CM Punk didn't see other people as stars, right? Because again, CM Punk shills and CM Punk himself—they didn't want a new company to be an alternative. They wanted to fucking you know suck CM Punk's dick and you know and him to get his fucking way. His pre- his presence fucking you know sabotaged Hangman um, Hangman's title reign. When I thought it was off to a good start with the Brian Danielson feud. If they, if they were willing to like, you know, build MJF and CM Punk to like the like like the like you know, two thousand twenty two from two thousand twenty-one, right? They could have done the same thing with Brian Danielson and Hangman Page instead of giving it away right away. And they gave down like a watered down story with Adam Cole. When when Adam Cole should have been given the title shot right away. You know, I don't know. And then, and then, some people say that some X WWE guys want to go back to WWE, so that'll be another draft. Uh, I can see FTR. I can see Malachi. I can see Miro. Andrade, Andrade definitely. Andrade is like you know his whole his whole run with AEW has been more booked. Like his like l- last little bit with WWE. And his whole stunt with AEW has been more booked around his real life fucking discourse. And 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 by the way, all 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 the fucking AEW shows are saying, "Oh, Tony Khan left. Uh, Tony Khan lost his identity. You guys are the ones who are all cheering on. Uh, you know him signing all these X ex- W E guys. When I when 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 me and other people were saying that you know maybe them signing too many people is a big a big mistake. Not enough television time." So now people are bringing back, oh, look, AEW lost Cody. And the same people that are now saying that, oh, Cody was a big loss, all these people were uh, a year ago saying that uh, Cody Rhodes wasn't a big loss. They are putting him down every time that Cody Rhodes would be on fucking, you know, on on, on the airwaves. Uh, all the AEW shows would shit on every single thing he did like they are being paid for it. Again, there's, there's like, more people in here than usual, like, you know what I mean? Um, Well, not than usual, but, I mean, more people came in. If people want to call in, you're allowed to call in if you want. It's up to you. You know? If you don't, that's fine.
2: You know, I don't know.
1: How many people are in here? One two
0: three four, six seven eight nine ten. 2, so, 3, uh, 4, 10. 10 people. Ten, well, it says 12 people have come by, but there's 10 people in here. So, Some people didn't stay as long that I, you know. And that's fine, you know, I mean, I understand I'm not the most, uh, you know. Hold on, let's, let's look at Twitter for a second. Yeah, several people clicked the fucking you know the link that i send out so i think some of you are coming from twitter Who knows though? So I I mean, if people are coming from Twitter, they they they've had. I mean, people I guess went to the trouble of making an account. I guess some people are just from Tumblr only, but like you know. But yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, it was crazy. You know, and you know, and the, and I guess like you know, it, it didn't overshadow Randy Orton's return. You know what I mean? Like I mean, if they had done this return during the fucking show and all that kind of stuff. I thought maybe he would show up. I, I'm I'm sure he'll do a broken skull. I, I'm sure um, you know he won't mention AEW at first, but then he'll have to mention AEW. So this is like their excuse to use CM Punk in the newer documentaries and having you know, even though he's probably always been a, like he's always been a part, been a part of the system. You know what I mean? Like, him coming back to WWE. Like, but when people are like, well, WWE didn't have control over that. Trust me, the billionaires have control what's on, um, on what, like, they use the, they, they use the networks as a reason for why, for why things have to go the way they go. But the billionaires themselves choose when they can go. Like, they have that much power. They have so much power, they make it seem like they don't have that much fucking power. And they, and they downplay themselves. That's how much power they fucking have where they fucking can make it known they have some power but they don't have that much fucking power. And and, and by the way, all the people that are writing eulogies for AEW and all that because again, you guys are pretending like you're against AEW even though I, I know you're not. Uh, so then can you guys, and then, you know, because CM Punk is going to WWE, can you guys just go to WWE now, like, just just put the mask off, pretend like, start pretending like you're not going to go to WrestleMania, I, I see, at least, at least me, I fucking go, you know, I, I, I'll go to the, I'll go to the events, even though I don't fucking like the fucking, you know, people who run the fucking company, but there's talent that I fucking, you know, do like, whatever, right? Like, I've never shied away from that, you know what I mean? Like, I've never, you know what I mean? Even though I'm, I'm anti-fucking, the, the entire fucking system in general because it's all exploitative. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I still fucking, you know, admit that I fucking go to shows. But I'm sure there are going to be a lot of fucking people who are going to pretend they're not, oh, not to WWE, they're going to go to WrestleMania and get a free trip out of it. CM, the, the CM Punk show base will fucking get rewarded heavily. For this, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're a part of a shill base that, you know, is part of a fandom and all that kind of stuff, you get rewarded beneath the table all the time. They do that to people in my life all the time, too. And then people in my life don't tell me that it's it's a perk that I'm getting beneath the surface, so they gotta charge me, So you know what I mean? So even they gotta rob me for, you know... It's like they it's like sometimes they need me at these events, but then like sometimes they need me at these events, these companies, just to say that I have a presence there because then there'll be some people that approach me for pictures and all that kind of shit. Like it isn't planned out. But again, only when punk's a hypocrite, you know, and it's okay to be a hypocrite, you know, that's, that's just the way it goes, I guess. You know, I don't know. I don't know man i mean, I've been going on for an hour about this you know oh, just just a little bit under an hour. I don't know what else I can really fucking say. I want to get this out of the way before doing the recap because I didn't want to fucking write down the discourse in it and then I have to like pretend like i rather i know it, it might sound like for example, I'd rather uh be all over the map um, and do it from the top of my head, rather than, you know, uh, incorporating all the talking points, and then reading it like a script that I normally do, and then it doesn't come off as natural, you know what I mean, because it's already, like, not natural enough when I read the recaps, and I don't fucking have water, and I just want to get it out of the way, and I just use it as a tool to go, okay, well, I covered some show on my fucking, you know, podcast while I rant about other fucking things, you know what I mean? That's just the way I fucking look at it, at least. The overall view of it. But I mean, this could end up being like one of those things where, like, you know, ultimately, you know, Tony Khan decided to fuck with WWE and, you know, all these little sound bites about, like, you know, Tony Khan not taking this lightly and all that kind of shit are going to be used in future documentaries on the destruction of the WWE. Because they're going to have, like, you know, major PR fucking shit coming up soon. The thing is, they bought themselves time between Vince McMahon's sex scandals. And then they have this promised change where they're becoming better and they're financially getting, you know, a lot better. Right now, it's on the surface, it's playing out, like, you know, they've, you know... They've always had those kind of connections behind the fucking scenes. They're a powerful institution that way. You know what I mean? Um, so to me, it's like, you know, a way that, you know, that that, that, that it could be, you know, the other, like the industry, like for like, you know, it's going to be like passing the torch. But like they need a WWE to get on like another level. And then when they're on another level, they're seemingly like like, like they're going to fucking win. There's going to be a bunch of fucking even more, you know, problematic discourse about them that'll make them lose favor even. But then some people will be complete hypocrites because their favorites are flourishing. So they're going to constantly be in that regard, you know. You know, if anyone wants to, uh, you know, I, I don't know if anyone else is in here still, like, you know, uh, but if anyone wants to call in, they can, before I head out. I don't know if anyone wants to talk about this. I'm actually hoping nobody calls in, because, you know what I mean, like, you know, I'm just being courteous, but...
1: If if I, if
0: I had done the, if I had done this one on, you know, on, uh... On spaces. I For this topic, I probably would have gotten more than usual. At least coming in to at least try to troll me at least. But I think you have to be careful on this app, right? So, you know, people don't want to. It is what it is, man. I don't know. If If some of you came in late, this will probably be... I mean, this is not going to go out soon... I normally record different rants on podcasting, and I accumulate them, and I put it out in one big bulk. So it'll be several hours. So this will like, the podcast will officially be out probably by two, you know, by uh, you know, b- b- by you know tomorrow before RAW most likely. Because you know, I still gotta do the recaps for you know rampage, and again for the rampage, I I, I don't rampage and collision. I don't think I'm gonna do full match-by-match match thing, I think I'm going to just do a quick one. I think for the time being, since AEW is kind of, like, uh, at an empty space, I don't think I'm going to be doing match-by-match. Match. I think I'm going to be doing, like, how I do the Monday Night Raw promos. And I think for the, uh, and because, depending on how the opening promo for CM Punk and his first feud goes, that I, I think that I might have to fucking actually fully recap Monday Night Raw, basically, you know, for the time being. Because if they're putting on the better show, then I might as well fully recap that one. Maybe that's how I should go. Again, I I, I have no loyalty to any fucking company. All these people are fucking scummy, you know. I I I I, 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 I still don't think even with CM Punk being back, you know, what I mean, like you know, in, in, enjoy, enjoy CM Punk doing fucking dancing, fucking you know, uh, you know. Enjoy watching CM Punk doing dancing sketches with fucking Tazawa, or you know, or 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 you know, uh, like you know, ha- having like you know some like you know weird ass mix, uh, um, in in a with like you know like a segment with Otis where Otis is like you know combining a bunch of protein and like you know chocolate cake. And muffins and something right, and then he just makes it liquid. He starts drinking it, and then CM Punk will come in like, "Well, that sure looks fucking better than Pepsi," you know, or something something stupid like that. You know what I mean? Like, I can't wait for CM Punk to be a part of like, uh, you know, a Slim Jim commercial and all that shit. Anyways, I I just had to come get the CM Punk stuff out of the fucking way, obviously. But, um, you know, people came in here, but I don't know if anyone was really interested in what I had to say. But, you know, some people stayed... No one really, no one really said anything horrible, you know, you know. You know, I'm sure they're all writing in their fucking group chats about how horrible I look and how I can't afford a better camera. But you know, it's all, it's all fucking good, I guess. You know. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off. Um, the, f- the funniest thing, what they called, uh, another another way that this might go as well... Is that uh, Corey Graves and uh, Cole, Michael Cole were holding uh, Seth Rollins back. And, and, you know, Corey Graves has talked a lot of fucking shit about CM Punk. So, like, I'm sure that will play in. So, it'll, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how... Because people have gotten... And, again, I, I hope, like, you know, when CM Punk fucking, you know, goes on the microphone... And he tries to bury a Kevin Owens, or he tries to bury a Seth Rollins, or he tries to bury a Roman Reigns, that they fucking destroy him on the fucking microphone. And, and if, they, if they have to fucking bow down to make CM Punk look good on the microphone, and they gotta come off less than, that would be fucking shit. Because I'd rather hear a Sami Zayn fucking promo, or a Kevin Owens promo, rather than hearing a CM Punk fucking promo. Especially, especially a tired one where, you know. And the, the, the thing I'm worrying about is, like, Seth Rollins became a dope baby phase, but now he's going to have to become the heel. You know what I mean? And I, I, I hope fucking the same people support Seth Rollins during the promos. You know what I mean? Because right now, I, I, I know it's, it's going to hit... All the fucking time, but I think Seth Rollins, you know, entire character and his presentation... And, like, the vibe that his character gives is probably at its best, in my personal opinion. This is probably the best incarnation of his fucking character. You know? And he's gotten really, really... really, He's found a really good niche for how he does his promos. And how he can be vitriolic, you know what I mean? He's gotten a lot fucking better, so... You know, and Roman Reigns, man, he could fucking really go off on CM Punk about, you know, about trying to derail his career and all that kind of shit. That one was like, because, you know, that's had the biggest fucking buildup to me in my personal opinion, Um, you know. We'll see where it fucking goes, I guess. You know. Anyways, uh, if anyone wants to say anything, no one's gonna, okay, I'm just giving people a chance to if people want to cuz I don't know what people are trying to say. I I still think that some of the people that made accounts who want to say like fuck you, like they're like oh shit, I can't say fuck you. I can't call them names because they won't. You got to be creative with how you insult me on Tumblr basically. You know what I mean? You got to put like, you know, a f a number sign you know you know and then put like two c's and then like you know like you know a stick like a slash you know to try to make like a different version of a k to get it out kind of you know what i mean you got to you, you, you got to go to that route basically to try to insult me on Tumblr essentially Like Mussolini. Like Kennedy. Sorry. Uh, the, another funny moment was that, uh, you know, at least Orton and CM Punk were both away. Uh, I thought that was pretty fucking funny, but I don't know. I, I To tell you the truth, I was actually more excited that R-Truth was back. E- even though it was part of a Ruffles commercial, essentially. Whatever. Anyways, take it easy for the time being. I'll be back later on. Alright, let me go. Uh, go 6.31pm. Uh, November 27th. I'll go over the week. Last week's releases weren't that much. because Thanksgiving. Thank God. So I won't have to do much for this for the for last thing to catch up on last week's releases, but this is the week from before. This is a Rock and Bongo Bongo. By the way, called Still That Way.
1: There you go. Good
0: song, this is like,
1: as like damn, head, way. You know, east side, a big TV, step
0: all real. top, top, mama, a with a a get
2: channel kicks this is packing lunches catching buses on the field
0: this is dj Premier. and carmen and mo
1: this is dj Premier, is he coming off the head
3: is he that high level that is third eyes red i know we used.
0: this is a uh, sci high and uh I think the video dissed Joe uh, uh,
4: Button.
0: Honestly, the last couple of years, I I don't know for some reason, Sahai doesn't feel as like motivated with like the fucking technical fucking skill that I used to like about him before and all that kind of shit. But the beat is good. It's still a decent song call my girl like i bought some dior home and she thought i really bought her some dior home in the
3: louis double big old-
0: to go to pick t- yeah. this paul wall and uh that mexican ot covered in ice is you
4: know like a go Nick, reflect like a mirror, everything flawless clear, and top tier, it like 5, 18 is 15, what I'm tipping
0: This is Kembe X, Rolling Stone
1: Stoned, gather green, what's that? Keep it cold, fresh and clean Gather green, what's that? Keep it cold, fresh and clean What's that? Love is
3: dangerous, let it stay What's that? Forever, forever Whatever cast of me goes in my chocolate can which I've been power is like a heart
2: to shorty hard. I'm pulling strings. That part alone my base he never followed myself esteem. Introduce the earth to come a soldier. was the consequence? Fuck you with
0: Just get closer. Are you This is emotional oranges. Nowhere.
2: He
0: this is cannibal he ox. Is
2: superhuman.
1: He thinks of himself as a beau. Why?
0: I mean, this is technically an EP. It has like four songs, but two of them are instrumentals, and I'm like one of the songs on here.
3: World's like Mario Brother to squeeze me She let me touch
0: her cheek In a haunted room Then there's like three songs from Fragile Scars Album that I liked There's like ten songs on here This is uh, Fire Pain a piff,
3: I had an epiphany Studio Jam Master J Fifth in me But things change baby boys and brains Could walk through any projects with did change respect. Through the lawn spray my nigga got killed over a goat. It was the wrong plate. All these years I ran through millions See some of my peers Approaching billions Believe me nigga I ain't down broke Had to take a new approach Seen millionaires Flying coach 100 pounds In the coach bag Real gang Get rich Have kids And turn coach dad
0: I'm gonna go to the bathroom for a second. This is down like that.
3: That cocaine flow, my shit sound like crack. Box talk, I ship a hundred pounds like that. Price for the P little over nineteen. Uh, the least sub, that over nineteen. Color black coffee ceases like cream. Niggas got four cases and COVID nineteen. Half my niggas in the general pot. For them hard to reach, niggas got extendable glass Keep
0: Just flowers.
3: No up got a little shout with them no side to control
0: the crowd they kicking wild with them this is uh corn and mike summers they had an album together um it has like eight songs i like the uh, like five of them i think yeah this is, na- this is Nightly news Sometimes i like to see the bad guy win Commence
3: the sin oh let the party begin report and forfeit the gym Turn on the motherfucking camera to look through the lens Smash the night fulfill the appetite we let him take a bite teach him how this trauma before we teach him how to read and write just creepin' it up it's like a roll of the dice they gon' feel one in a moods this is a hell of a plight it's all scripted like it's reality television a rat race without a finish who's really winning the job or a jail cell they both prisons the only difference is amenities within the system trying to listen all of us are now the victims policies and politicians this
0: is pretty good the result of what unfolds. folds
3: Terror, terror, terror. Jimmy saw a plane flying to the trade
4: center. That's a memory that he gon' always remember. Hijacked a couple planes, sent them to the towers, The paper disembers upcated, they kept a creator for the name of the spiritual father. You call him severists and call them some martyrs. Images of people jumping down the building, meeting the gate Uh
3: the city and shambles, they're looking for exits, they're feeling some hate. Uh good, better than this would have happened in the land in the greatest and beautiful place of
0: a lady. The court debated the on the enemies of the state. This is the war room. This is less fortunate. This is uh, the World Health Report.
3: When this is over.
0: this is uh, you know, um Dirk in the family basically. I like two songs on here. There's like 10 songs on here, I think. No, I love songs. I don't think this one has Dirk on it. But this one, you know, I played this song, you know, in the last podcast when I did the... Samark Carter.
1: That's a beat for this. in the belly of
2: the beast. Right, it said, as I think it said deceased. Deceased. They thought we were going to die that, but look at us now. We out here thriving,
1: living. Now you are here. It's your second chance too. never
3: get No money in power. Got the trenches united. Got some illness indicted.
0: This was like um a deluxe version of uh Tori Layton's album, uh, 2021 album. I think there's like, you know, at least like, uh... Alone at at prom. There's like at least like seven new songs on here, I think. I like two. I like Poison Ivy. And then here's, uh, I I like all the songs from the from the from the from the Drake out from the Drake um deluxe version hey, spot. and then red button reasons for
4: it speculated we know how it escalated Grade Radio <laughs> was king again. Make it
0: this is where he might just call a little bit Do
4: right and kill everything people knew that definitely Taylor Swift, the only nigga that I ever rated. Only one can make me drop the album just a little later. Rest the all, I treat you like they never made it. Leave your label devastated. Even when you pad the stats, period, I never hated. Even when you stab me in the back, the vest is metal plated. Trying to see a bee inside my circle like I'm getting graded. Man on his conductor. Yeah. Hey. Look, look.
0: This is the decompress before the intermission Done a lot of post-game talking, but
4: this one different I told Lee to put him in the car, but don't piss the whip him And definitely do not shoot his ass till you get permission People got a heavy misread on my disposition Talking loose, they hit me up after on So please, Drake, listen, listen Energy they bring in is inconsistent I got two Virgil bands, this one that I'm whipping right now And the other one I'm keeping in mint condition And niggas bound to slip eventually like they sent permission Imagine us getting our validation from an ex-musician Searching for recognition Same story every time They heckling repetition On top of the mountain These niggas still down at base camp They planning their expedition Y'all the type to catch a charge Head to the deposition And act like the rapper named after the sex position But let me tell you about my brother though Let me tell you about my brother though For real Let me tell you about my brother though. This is the shoe fits yeah, and if I try to joke and I laugh On the steps that I'm taking in life And then you got the That shit was going All your fucking captions lately Talking about happy and glowing All of that snapping and posing Whole time he jealous of your past Who the fuck was your last Asking questions about niggas And you get slapped in the face If you happen to know them. Domestic abuse that This
0: is Wic Man
4: an eclipse. So many shots fired I need me a clip switch I'm in that fucking bag right now I'm a lipstick Sabbatical in Miami, the shit was holistic Man, I remember Nick
0: That's like this Evil Ways with J. Cole oh, It's probably my favorite song on, on the earth uh,
4: Find your way up to the top,
0: shit gon' be amazed Even on the main album, of J. Cole song my favorite song yeah, there The first person shooter song I
3: can't conquered hell, I walked the villain, set my feet ablaze
0: This beat feels like a 2001 Jay-Z I never did the VMAs,
3: I'm not
4: in need of praise all praise to the born
0: sinners Jesus saves my brother's running through the sick this is you broke my heart problems
4: snows bad plenty baby you got a body
0: I think this is long he mentions like you know how I kids and I just couldn't
4: shake disrespected I just shouldn't take. You just couldn't see the good and trade Four months, not a long time But you fought somebody, you just couldn't wait You broke my heart You broke my heart I was my out and Leave a lazy nigga dizzy Got more tracks and when a hair salon is busy Glow like that river Mississippi
0: This is Wax. what's the one song I like on right here? One Yeah,
4: shit, I might be crazy i shit crazy it's called Might Mr. Be. Brady,
0: yeah. Then there's a... Uh, I like I like I like some of the songs on I, like some, I on Danny Brown's album. There's like Eleven. I liked uh 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 7. This is Tantar. The I played this song before. This is Dark Dark Sword Angel.
4: Back with hot I the red me You ain't got to my
0: cousin always be getting whipped
4: This is YB,
1: YBP Only when someone
0: Raising kids be grown. Think poor Detroit. So, a bruiser wolf. wolf,
1: This
0: is Jen's terrific vacation. This
3: is
4: a celibate. Used to call me Mr. Gip, what's your money? I download. I Locked up with some pimps, told me something. No ill feelings, eight ball look like Krellin.
0: This is Shakedown.
4: a Shakedown. Going back the whole valve, brother. on no flash,
0: no stacks. Cool with that. Now I pose I clothes. Shit you This is Hanami when it ain't fun no more if you don't
4: rap you don't eat and that's the way you go time at the time time when life don't last any day that day it's your time to time don't care how much you pray
0: this is uh blockhead two songs like here sun, man, might be mm-hmm. to each is there's like 16 songs but on here two songs I'm on here <laughs> This is mastering how to land. The
1: blood circulating like a certain person's latest
2: racial slur compilation. Oh I thought you knew I like my history blatant.
1: Miss me with that subtle shit that had the
0: population. This is side vampire. That's that. I'm basically an infant.
1: Imagine dying so fast that there's no chance to ask for
4: forgiveness. I'm not religious. I'm covering bases. White sheets used to cover their faces.
0: Now they protected my badge So your cars are pounded And there's blood on your laces Blacking out Cause I'm skinning my memory If I die myself too young To remember me This is a real bad man And young Blockhead album It's pretty decent You know what right? I mean There's you know Young Morpheus
4: And real bad man You know This has blue This has blue on it That was holding me back squad Y'all could pull up All at once I'm trying to get These niggas killed Shorty looking at my Trying to
0: get these niggas, killed. <laughs> I'm trying to get these niggas. Grabbing what I got, nice nah, shot shot. This is
4: coffee into, uh, coffee into coins. I'm uh-huh. uh-huh. trying to give me nothing. I had to grab shit. I tell my shorty, it ain't nice. She know I'm bad gone. He burnt it down to the white Came to terms with his old anxiety. This
0: is the amazing Randy. The cool key and uh, Fat boy Sharif.
4: Law if you ain't with the wrist, don't come close. You can't afford the cause. Risen now the top. I was training in a tight spot, been the spoon's split with my cold
0: uh problems album had a deluxe version of it. Black
4: boy P Young G don't show unless it it's know it's no
0: as no, no, no fucking BT.
4: Up my tempo, simple, is a window. She, said she about and keeping it
0: low. There's like fifteen so- There's fifteen more songs on here. you know what I mean like you know my business is a This is uh Majid Jordan. There's like 17 songs on here. I liked uh four Violet. Dayonide. I wish I could take that right now. This is called Give Me a Reason. And then, uh, Vin- I think Vinnie Paz's album, there's like, uh, there's 18 saws on here. I liked uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. It's called Oil Drums. The freeway on here. got the top earth I'm the best
1: nigga doing this. out with my part I
0: Corresh Babylon.
1: I blowing off the top of his comb. Anybody have a motherfucker problem is so I could write it over sighted on the top of the dome. Small fucker was slipping got got it as home. And the cold price rise off a shortage of Geelong. It's a he will not be cool. He speaks with a source of a tongue. It's a chainsaw coming in the torture. On hit me with a
0: torture. This is one of the singles that came on the thing, right? Yeah. This is two. Same with this one as well. Two thousand uh, shot barrage. You don't want to collide with any 'cause that's collision. That's collision. Yes.
1: Stealing with the same time and the magician. I'm just black thunder. It'll silence a day. Bloody Mary, and you said it three times in a minute.
0: If you want to try Nero Caesar. That's This is impaler no that so many start with blood it's the popoz lot like a
1: cosmic night i know my popoz yaya dirty soul the bagamuff fuckers rap i be dancing his name is grime
0: his little master burial nine the crazy the pill off get them for furd he's now every verse i gladly been stuff him in the box and this peace means violence
1: Yo for no salute
0: The side John Rambo Before you speak you should think
1: of the pain For you, Wayne Brady motherfucker sticks a game Look yeah. I'll be shooting up the hood through the dash How many bodies that I was never good with the math I will smack fire out You put
0: my foot in your ass It was dry for a minute This is a damn Terry T-Phone ain't wearing no mouthpiece. mouthpiece.
1: foreign afraid. I'm the Dalai Lama. I'm the Maharaja. I'm the Maharaja. You onion head, awkward frame. Never do something I'm not a in a back. It not
0: well. Then we take it off the That was well, Paul. This is Bella Eye. Come on, man. Burst through it. had a lot of power. with the wrong This is La Polga. This is Valentino Dueling Gloves. And then this a- is Two Chains and Little Wayne's album. I liked uh one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. And there's like, what, let's see, how many songs are in here? There's 21 songs on here. This is G6. This is Big Diamonds with 21 Savage. Pressure. This is like one of the singles, I guess. They could have made it shorter, I don't you know. Long story short. this, this, this beats dope.
2: with Usher sometimes I ain't. Yeah am put the pussy on probation
0: This PPA was fabulous Shame
2: My girl in the bucket Speed up your pulse mm-hmm. She a cutie pie I ate all the
0: fresh mm-hmm. And I'm all way I got all This res- <laughs> bars Look the outcrook The man on the side but we hit the
2: driveway Got my hand on the thighs Touching the sky I could- Skateboard on the cloud Put them on so much loud That they won't make sound This that body rock Nonchalant Don't make sense Like a nigga with dreads Trying to own his own Barbershop Hard knock Hard to stop Take a new whip Then karate job. Turn the fucking top To a halter to top Concrete jungle I fuck Jane though Industry strip bunch of niggas Swing on the same rope, Sit in the same room Fuck on the same
0: man I, I like when Shane, 2 chains, chains Can fucking rap, rap like this man
2: is greater, downtown Decatur would the pin on the pound, pound the waitress, niggas might as well smoke a pound of hatred, take a shot of jealousy and use a clown to chase it. heard some niggas try to say that my style is basic total sit back with their style of jason ran up in their crib like my style is
1: jason, mask on black car my- sometimes I feel like scarfing who's in it touchdown and get big dog
2: bro they know how
1: to game when I'm pissed
2: off, take the red about the rainbow. Turn around, Money, count the motor, I told Shorty to come over. I've been taking shrooms, I'm the opposite of so. Military mind.
0: This is Moonlight, Marsha Ambrosius. This
3: is
2: Moonlight,
0: Okay, so I'm gonna get, get through the rest, you know. I'll go through the rest of the discourse and then do the recaps. I'm probably, I'm probably gonna have to watch Raw. Again, even though CM Punk's back, I'm, you know, I'm not really, you know, like, amplified to go and watch it live, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm i just, like, honestly, man, I, I'm just sick of really having, uh, any conversation in social settings or online about about wrestling or any topic at all. As, especially when there's like so much like for example, I'm 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 an irrelevant fucking guy. And so so like I vent and people ask my fucking opinions on shit. And then it seems like people ask my opinion so they can push back on it because they're actually fucking threatened that I have a genuine opinion. Because everyone else's opinion is bought off or it's by special fucking interest. I feel like I'm partaking in kayfabe conversation. And I, I, I can't fucking stomach that. And yet the people, pe- people who, you don't know, have bad fucking faith, uh, ba- who are bad faith actors try to implement themselves into my fucking life to create more fucking chaos. And, and this is why I have to fucking get a consultation in 2024 about assisted suicide because I, I really, I really, I really can't stomach being here with 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 people that have you know like you know they they try to fuck with me a lot I don't know I'm just I'm just getting sick and tired of this shit. And and my trolls show up, you know, to you know try to fuck with me more. They try to you know uh, instill more paranoia. They they're allowed to make threats and and accuse me of being Hamas an a Hamas supporter. They're allowed to, you know, do that kind of shit, you know what I mean? And they can get away with it because they're being fucking paid by other fucking powerful fucking people where they don't got to fucking suffer any consequences. But these people are never going to heal. They, they, that's why they have so much hatred for me. Because I'm actually trying to fucking heal. The other people that are trying to socially climb up, they're never going to fucking heal. They're going to be more fucked up than ever. And they can keep talking about doing it for their kids or doing it for fucking their family, whatever, but what's going to end up happening, and I'm going to warn you right now, if you think you can fuck with me and ride my fucking coattails or fuck with my my, my mental all the time, you're never going to be fucking healed and you're going to be cursed for the fucking remainder of your fucking days, mentally and spiritually. Anyone who's amplifying these people, I, I, I manifest that I hope the worst shit happens to you for fucking trying to um, um, take me off my fucking path and take me off my fucking game. I, I don't really give two shits. If you, if you don't like what I have to say, don't fucking listen to me. I'm, you know what I mean? I guess the people behind the scenes listen to what I say. So now some of the people that want to socially climb up, they got to pretend like they are, are supportive of me. They're not supportive of me. That's why they gotta try to fucking mention fucking problematic fucking people towards me. And then, like, to to imply that they're fucking connected to problematic fucking people. But I don't really give a shit. If, if you're connected to fucking, you know, the far right or the alt-right, I don't want to have anything to do with you. And I'm sure there's people that I fucking, you know, ch- chatted up with that, um you know, they won't, they won't disclose that. Because they rather have me fucking, you know, fucked over by going, oh, look, handsy w- if, if, if I know that people are... Associated with some problematic fucking shit and I can't prove it? That's one fucking thing, you know what I mean? But anyone anyone that knows anything knows about, um, uh, about monitoring me and all that kind of shit, you'd known that what's the called that uh I, I don't fuck with that shit. Like asking my opinions about wrestling and then fucking pushing back about it. I'm 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 I'm, I'm not Steven Crowder, I'm not looking for you to change my fucking mind. And if you don't like what I have to fucking say, and you feel threatened that with a cold, I have a genuine opinion, and yours is manufactured, and you don't know how to be a fucking human being anymore, that's not my fucking problem. That's you trying, that's, that's, that's you, at your own little fucking insecurities of trying to be a sports entertainer non-fucking-stop. There's a bunch of fucking people who, like, are, are affiliated with the with, with the wrestling shit as well. Uh, online who are uh, are in in, in imaginary competition with me because the system will fucking use certain people to kind of go at me basically but the thing is i'm not interested in the fucking cogs who are going to go at me i'm interested in the higher ups of the the system i don't talk to the cogs i talk to the fucking bosses you know what i mean i i I don't i I don't I, i don't try to fucking you know politic with the fucking cogs sorry I don't care if they amplified you up and you and you have a fake backstory and you're fucking, you know, p- people are fucking scamming people out of fucking shit. Making fucking, they, they, they try to organize harassment and fucking all this kind of chaos in people's fucking lives. And as soon as someone pushes back against them, they threaten fucking violence online, basically. And the only reason why they can threaten violence is because they're fucking fed-connected and, the, and, the, and they're allowed to do it. And it's, it's, it's considered keeping it real if you get violent with somebody. I don't need a politic for fucking laughs. That's why even when I'm in social social situations, I don't try to, like, you know, add to fucking comedy because I know that, like, me trying to do comedy now is a threat to a lot of fucking people for some odd reason. Like, they, they felt comfortable with me being down and out, so now that I'm actually trying to go and do my own vision of what I fucking see, my, um you know, my comedy persona, basically, like, they don't fucking like that. So, like, now, even in social settings, I don't even try to uh, crack fucking jokes, because uh, I know that, like, it's gonna get, like, no laughs, whatever, because, like, they, they try to, like, you know, organize that in group chats and fucking amplify that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, would, I would rather have, you know, a genuine conversation, not with people politicking their fucking laughs. And they get more mad at me for fucking saying that because they can't help themselves. They can't just move on. They have to be tied to me somehow. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be associated with a lot of fucking people anymore. Like people don't fucking like me, you know what I mean? Like they they don't, but they still fucking need me, and they know that they know that I know my fucking value, and they they know that I can see through why they're trying to be nice to me the last couple of years on some level while fucking putting in fucking random jabs. They'll secretly listen to this and fucking jerk off to it and make their fucking shitty comments on um, behind the fucking scene. Like I give a shit. I, I, I hate um, you know talking to people online or, or, or partaking in kayfabe conversations. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I can't, I can't take any more fucking conversation about CM Punk like oh is he a hypocrite or is he not yeah he's a hypocrite because he's not going to say anything about unions he's he's not going to call he he's a supposed supporter of trans of, of trans people he's not going to say shit about WWE doing private shows for DeSantis because american fundamentalism doesn't count as a big fucking uh, um um you know um a deal breaker for a lot of these supposed moralistic people on on, on social media and in in the media media themselves it's only Saudi Arabia that gets fucking you know heat and I'm not saying it shouldn't get heat but I'm just saying plus plus I'm I'm one of the few people that are you know actually predicting that you know that Saudi deal you know with WWE was always designed to go like you know with, with, with like it was supposed to go to Saudi Arabia but they had to prolong it so they, they they had to make it even more um you know like they go this, this, this is gonna be way too transparent to show where we are but like you know they, they had to make it seem like this has been a big plan of Vince McMahon to readjust and you know he he you know that's why he's declaring you know Saudi Arabia being their home and all that kind of shit that's why they're opening a big display in WWE it, it's like it's like WWE is gonna be have a have a you know a, a brand there basically. And and by the, way, the same people that were shitting on fucking you know uh um you know uh, Cody Rhodes last year like they couldn't help themselves by uh like every time Cody was on television who are AEW shills who are now pretending to be anti AEW even though they're still working with the fucking creative essentially. You know and, and they hate that their work should. Sh- Here's the thing: the, the, their design, whatever's happening, they've helped design it. That's why. So it, it could end up with, like, you know, AEW invading and tearing WWE from the inside, basically. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's, it, to me, it's already predictable in that regard. Maybe CM Punk pisses them off, you know what I mean, like, the, the thing is, they keep saying, oh my god, uh, uh, people are, are, are worried about CM Punk, um, you know, be, like, dude, this industry's been run on fucking white supremacy, racism, um, you know, rapist shit, pedophile shit, uh, very fundamentalist shit, and you're worried that CM Punk, like, you guys work for somebody that has, like, tr- even though, I know, we're supposed to rehab Triple H, I, I know wrestling fans have no fucking real morals. They just pretend they have fucking morals. If, if they did, they would see that Triple H is just as problematic as fucking Vince McMahon is. So now it makes all the fucking difference because Vince McMahon is the main fucking person, basically. It doesn't make any fucking sense. They're all fucking hypocrites. And and, and I hate when people go, oh, well, uh, it's just one person. I hate when people need... Na- because to me, that's such a safe way of uh it's a safe way of going at uh, going at the system to me it's a safe way by pointing out one cog who's problematic it's, it's easy to go with the celebrity shit you know, because a, a lot of delegation with different communities pump up fucking the like, you know, the like it's been more obvious now with the, you know, with, with some of the Palestine Israel stuff about how it's making it more about the public figures and celebrities when it should be focused on the fact that maybe we should point out that there's a possibility of, uh, you know, uh, a fundamentalist fucking prophecy being fulfilled here. And it would re- maybe, because again, maybe it would reveal that we're not really, ha- uh, we're, we're not really a democracy, and we've always been r- ruled by religious fundamentalist rule, basically. But it just because the Western world can pretend that they are a democracy and they're the, the- uh wait, it's not theocracy like the Middle East is. Like, because, because I see people, like, complaining about certain stories in, other, in other, like, other world events that aren't getting covered, even though people are talking about them. But, yeah, like, oppression in any fucking country going on right now should not be fucking ignored. You know what I mean? Like, it should all be fucking mentioned and show the overall view of where this is going. But if different members of the delegation are focusing on the sports entertainment... Like, like, you know, people should go at them for not mentioning what's going on in other fucking countries. They're focusing on the sports entertainment. That's why I'm trying not to focus. Even though this is supposed to gaslight us, like, I'm supposed to give a shit. I'm supposed to give a shit that fucking John, John Lovitz, the comedian, is, like, getting into it with a bunch of fucking post-left people who are probably going to rehab him down the line anyways. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't really trust uh, Max Blumenthal and Aaron Maté, um, you know. I used to think fucking Brianna and Katie Helper were fucking you know uh, they, you know they see, like on the surface on, on the issue, some of the issues, I agree with them on certain issues, but like I know that like you know they're all so fucking you know like you know always like kind of like defending what Putin is doing and you know and and, and, not, and not pointing and not pointing out that like the fundamentalists in all countries are aligned together. So, because so, it's weird, because a, a couple of years ago, before I knew about Pod Save America, I used to see, like, you know, uh, the guys that have it. Like, for example, one guy's name is John Lovitz. One guy is, like, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, and, 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 and one guy is John Favreau. So, so, when I first saw these guys popping up, and I wasn't looking at their profile picture, I was like, "Oh wow, John Favreau, the director, and John Lovitz, the comedian, are really like involved politically." But it was like different fucking guys, basically. It was like you know what I mean. So then when I saw some of the fucking you know post left people arguing with John Lovitz, I go, "Okay, well it's them feuding with Pod Save America again," and it ends up being that they're feuding with the comedian. Like, do we really need to bring like you know a hack comedian like John Lovitz into the play? Hey, listen, man. What the call I, 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 I like the I like the critic. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna fucking, you know, um, I'm not gonna lie about that. But it's like it's it's making it, you know, it's making it more of a parody. Even my AI art that I put out, where I mean, he didn't do the exact same way, but I said that, like during this Israel Palestine stunt, Elon, the, the, they're gonna send Elon Musk to go. I mean, like you have Jackson Hinkle. Now telling him to go to go go to Gaza basically you know go like that's gonna make a fucking difference but basically to uh, double down that he's not an anti-semitic he's gonna be chilling with Netanyahu so now all the fucking um all the people online are gonna rehab him you know what I mean because Netanyahu is even that you, you're more um, anti-semitic because Netanyahu doesn't give two shits about Jewish people. He just wants to kill more Palestinians. And then he's going to put more innocent Jewish people's lives at risk. Because the fundamentalists are fucking dominating and speaking for shit. I can't keep up with every Because again, those news people that took time off for Thanksgiving. So I didn't know what to look for in the news, basically. You know, I follow a bunch of news stuff, but it's just overwhelming. And you also don't... And, and the thing that also turns me off is that a lot of the stuff... That's already pissing me off because I'm already fucking, you know, uh, I'm really angry at the fact that fucking, you know, uh, you know, uh, people in Palestine are just being bombarded. And it's not gonna, even if you put a fucking limited ceasefire and all that kind of shit, they're still finding a way to snub journalists. Like, uh, Palestinians were fucking shot, were, were shot in Vermont. Three Palestinians were shot in Vermont And, and, and my, and my trolls right now are, are in the middle of all this, are amplifying that people are gonna fucking come and kill me. And, 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 and I know me saying that a bunch, a bunch of people that I know that listen secretly that don't fucking like me, they are going to make their fucking shitty jokes, even though, like, the people that are going to be laughing at your shitty jokes are, are only laughing because they all have a mutual hatred for me. It's not because any of you are actually fucking funny. So, um, I know a lot of people don't, like, you know, would love to take it on the chin by that. But what's it what, 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 what called? A lot of you guys are going to be fucking, you're, you're never going to heal. For the shit that you're fucking doing, your soul's gonna be fucking latched onto ugliness for the rest of your fucking life, and I I I don't want anything to do with it. And and a lot of these fucking um you know people who are um st- uh, you know like I, I right now they're doing it with like you know the 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 typical stern trolls to make me instill paranoia with the cold, so that they're gonna close the subreddit eventually. They have it open right now, but they're gonna close it eventually. They're, they're, they're hearing what I'm saying, I'm posting it on, on, on Twitter, um, documenting um, the threats and all that kind of shit, um, and it just shows you that I've angered a lot of fucking people when they do that, and these people, to me, are people that have been at the insurrection. They're um, white supremacists, they fucking align with a lot of fundamentalist fucking right-wing fucking people. So fuck them, I don't give two shits. And, and by the way, if any of you supposed Democrats are really worried about Trump and you're not just doing it for your self-preservation shit so you can go, oh, you see, I was proven right because Trump is going to do some awful fucking shit. Maybe now is the time to pull um, um m- mention that maybe the right-wing billionaires fucking run shit. The right-wing billionaires run shit and, uh, you know... um, whoever the world champion is is not going to fucking it's not it's not going to fucking matter um uh, who the world champion is because the right-wing billionaires the fundamentalists fucking have control so they're going to so you know it's not really Biden lifting restrictions on Israel to be able to use weapons but but because you guys are so you know because everyone wants to harp on um you know uh, they, they, they want to harp on um who's specifically the president and make it seem like it all goes to them. That's also misleading you. They've been misleading you a lot in my personal opinion. So if you're really concerned about Trump in the future. And not just doing pretentious self-preservation bullshit. Then what's the call? You better explain what's going on, you know. But this is how I mean. Not only are we, uh, uh, you know, again, this is like a, a whole fucking show. People are fucking dying, and uh, people just want to pretend like what's going on here is like you know really really fucked up. You know, we just want to pretend like it's fucked up in the sense that um, that like you're just playing out the way it's playing out. Not that there's like a premeditated plan for this. We have to pretend like there isn't. There was a shooting in ha- in Hampshire. Whenever I hear Hampshire, I always, I'm always, uh, you know, uh, I, I always just assume New Hampshire, whatever. I, I, I don't know my geography, amongst other things, which is why, you know, maybe another reason why I shouldn't be alive. But, it, the so the shooting in the psychiatric ward of somebody who's, like, a security guard but was also an ex-cop, and to me, it's like, are they trying to make it obvious? Like, are they trying to make it obvious that there's, like, some type... Because, again, the, I, maybe I just watched Gen V... And talking about the experiments going on in certain psychiatric... I'm not saying in all, but like in some of these psychiatric wards, maybe. There's some fucked up shit going on. Like, I mean, how does a patient get hold of a fucking gun? You know what I mean? It's like, these people are Arkham Asylum weirdos, and there's something going on. They're making it obvious that there's something going on. And it's all going to be designed for a future entertainment dollar documentary and all that kind of shit, so... By the way, J- J- Jimmy Dore now is on the fucking uh, uh, Andrew Tate being framed discourse. I don't even want to listen to the clips because he, him and Kurt Metzger just are just so fucking hacky. Like, they're not funny. And I, I guess, like, say again, the, Jimmy Dore is ma- more angry now that he can't have genuine opinions or, or genuinely be funny anymore. He has to be propped up for propping, for propping up like, their problematic figures so that everyone will pretend that Jimmy Dore is funny. And at his heart of hearts, he knows he isn't. And, and that's why a lot of people get fucking mad because they got a, a politic for their laughs, essentially. So they don't fucking, you know I mean? They, they, they don't like that, what they're called, like, you know, I, I point out that a lot of what going on in comedy now is faker than pro wrestling. He's also pretending that January didn't really happen in the sense that, again, I'm telling you, if, if there's proven that there's feds involved on January 6th, a lot of you on the left just hand it over, um, you know, again, and, and by, by design, because maybe a lot of you left people, who pretend to be left at least, and a way to join the fucking heel side are going to reveal that some of you are, you know, you prop up these, like, problematic fucking figures and talk about them, but you offer no, like, solution to what's going to fucking happen. You don't tell the overall view of why we're um constantly seeing these people. It's not with the intent that people are going to hold them accountable. It's for the intent for them to exist. So now we're going to make Conor McGregor a fucking, you know, victim because uh he's being investigated by hate speech. There's other things you could investigate uh, Conor McGregor for. But you know, but people don't really actually fucking give a shit. People, because, because again, people who have no, known about these guys being problematic, the 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 funny thing is, the people in in this world who like become moral about other things in the past, they uh, go radio silent with so much of the fucking, uh, um, you know, or they talk about the bare minimum of of some of this shit, basically. You know what I mean? People normalize somebody like fucking Conor McGregor, who they probably knew was a fucking sexual assaulter. For, for, some, for, for some reason, You get uh, I, I get dirty looks from people, or, 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 or get like downvoted on Reddit, if you point out that other people are fucking problematic. Like, being against alt-right, right-wing, fundamentalist types, Like ass- apparently gets you dirty looks now. That's how good the brainwashing is now. I get dirty looks like, you know, whenever I fucking don't fucking uh, promote a fucking alt-right figure that people want to be close to because they're such whores for show business.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, I trashed something.
0: Uh, I don't know. So yeah, we found out, again, I mean, we're, we're going to keep finding out more about Diddy. I, I can't go through all these details because they're just disturbing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I, I can assume, come look at the overall view of of this entire industry. And and, and while you're making fucking, you know, like, like Diddy the main face right now, you could be doing an overall view of the fundamental shit that's going on. And the only reason why they're being cancelled is, is because, like, you know, they're, they're, they're gonna be on the fundamentalist fucking side. Like, Freddie P from, you know, Freddie P from, uh, the band, you know, has come out about stories, you know, uh, his ex-wife is suing him for $40 million. This chick, Gina, um, um, who um, who Talking about her and be- F- 50 Cent keeps fucking airing out people, you know, uh, who did he's beating I I guarantee you he won't say shit about Eminem. You know if Eminem is guilty of anything, you know what I mean. But whatever. He only goes. He he only goes. uh, you know. Uh, you know. Uh, w- w- he goes as hard because he's protected. Like even ja-, ja Rules' ex-wife apparently said that you know, like again, this is like not because of Diddy only. I'm talking about people in the industry as a whole, like the executive thing. About making people like I'm telling you forcing people into becoming um prostitutes and and so his ex-wife claims that um, Ja rule became like an industry prostitute, which is probably why he like again, when you're forced into that and you're like and you're around different delegations like you know the the, the like you know delegation of the gay gay community and conservative circles, blacks, browns, you know Muslims, Christians, you know. Like the of, like, you know the, the, like like the religious type you know the fundamentalist type. If you're around 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 those people, and let so if job ja rules around like you know some of the CD people in the industry while he's doing this stuff, right? Let's just say this is true, whatever, right? The, the, the stuff that his, cause we, I, I don't know if it's a hundred percent true. His ex wife claims that, but you know if that's true, and then he was like he he came out kind of like a little bit homophobic then it, it makes sense to me why people end up becoming homophobic. And uh, it's, instead of talking about the overall view, they want to fucking condemn one fucking person, but you don't want to fucking disclose what goes on behind the fucking scenes. And if you're someone like that, that means you're okay with the ab- sexual abuse that goes on and everything that you say is a fucking lie. Like, and now Uncle Luke is coming back in the in the, in the conversation, you know, because uh, well, um, now uh, him um, possibly grooming Gloria vale- Gloria Velez. She's talking about that on Vlad TV from the time that I saw her or whatever, you know, from when I saw old interviews. She talked about that cast. I feel, feel like the stuff that existed in the 2010s was designed for the 2020s to make it a storyline. You know what I mean? Like, it's, not, it's not shocking me because this is what happened in the fucking... This is what I suspect happened in the industry. And people who want to be part of the fucking industry don't want me fucking, you know, like, talking about how horrible the industry is because I did fucking shed a light on them wanting to do awful fucking shit. Like, I, I don't want to be associated with, uh, you know, with some of these fucking people. And and and, be, and people are dunking. Listen, um, what Vlad said about like you know people who you know are not like where they are—the in thirties and twenties and all that. You know you bec- you can become a millionaire when you're in your forties and all that. There's nothing wrong with you know like, you know uh, going at your own pace, right? That's okay. Find a true fact, but you know this this claim from this guy telling people not to complain when this guy has literally made millions off of you know a lot of um, um, you know black people. And you know, got them more in trouble. And I if, know and if people are gonna fucking you know t- t- think they're being you know an edgelord lord by going, oh, who's telling these rappers to go on and talk about this stuff? Okay, I, I got a counter for you. I can't fucking technically prove it, but because I believe Vlad, academics, Adam Twenty Two, all align with the fucking feds, it's like they c- catch uh different ra- feds. The feds catch different rappers. And instead of just uh, making the move at the time that they could have, if they really cared about crime and all that kind of shit, what they do is they hold these people, uh, you know, uh, to make them fucking famous, and then they basically put them on to basically confess what they fucking do. So that it was like, oh, look, they told on them themselves, and uh, they wouldn't have caught them if they didn't do this. No, it's designed for this shit to be caught. You're putting them in a the position to do that. In my personal opinion, of course. This is my personal opinion. I'm not saying I have all the fucking facts. That's what I fucking personally believe, and that's why the feds have an entertainment liaison in it. I don't even know if I said the word properly, but I don't know who gives a shit. Another reason to fucking hate me. Roll your fucking eyes, make your fucking comments in your group chats about how I can't say words. I, I, I'm gonna bet you as, as closer as the political fuck, um, you know, as closer we get to the election. I'm going to bet you, like, you know how we need that one random character in, like, you know, in uh, in politics from the entertainment world? Uh, and, and because it visually, it'll visually look, like, a lot, lot funnier. Like, I guarantee you, fucking Kodak Black is... Cause he he's being discussed by different Florida politicians. Argument, like, oh, don't... Re-. Listen, I think you could rehab somebody in the sense that if they get better. But... Like you know, but like okay, and I'm not condo- I'm not condoning what Co- anything that Kodak Black did that's horrible and violent and all that kind of shit. But like to make it seem like he's the only, like he's like the the one like doing it on his own in the sense that these people in the industry are designed to fucking go like do the stuff they're doing. Basically, so it looks like they're the ones that are out of control. To me, to me, that fucking shows uh, that, like, people don't want to discuss what really goes on. All you want to do is wag your fucking finger, at, you know, and make it seem like one fucking guy is, like, you know... It, it's unfortunate, because, because again, the guy is going to the right-wing side to be propped up, but because we're, we need comedy. You know what I mean? And what they're called, you know, what the called, uh, you know... Like, the visual Trump and Kodak Black together is going to be, like, a, a seller. Uh, it's going to make a lot of money online, basically, with the discourse. Apparently Bruce Willis is, um, apparently people are like, are like you know, like ready to say goodbye to Bruce Willis because he has dementia and he might be dying soon. See, this is where like I get bummed out and I'm, I'm hoping that it's like, you know, that like this is like the Illuminati clone and the real one's just, you know, h- hiding underground. I don't know if you're going to roll their eyes. I, you keep rolling your fucking eyes. A lot of you do say stupid shit that, that should have you know, it just, it just, the stupid shit that a lot of you say it's like it's co-opted by other fucking people, so it doesn't seem like it's stupid. But if I think we're all advanced, you know, like, you know, or, or like, you know, I, I personally think that a lot of these people, you know, transfer their consciousness into a new body, maybe, you know. They're ready to move on, basically, you know what I mean? ready to go to their new body and shit. Who fucking knows? I'd rather talk about this than talk about fucking Tim Allen doing... Like, I okay, Tim Allen's already a heel because he's a mega guy, right? He's one of those mega fucking dudes, whatever, and all that. Um, so, like, you know, anything, like, about him, like, oh, look, he, he got cheap heat um, with the crowd by, you know, talking about how dogs are incapable of love. It's like, it's, like, it's like, oh, my God, this guy's such an evil fucking guy, but I need to partake in this fucking, you know, cheap heat of, of a promo, basically. Like that would be like something that MJF would come with if he was running out of material, for like heel shit to say. Basically, he's like, "Yeah, hey, maybe I should go with you know, animals aren't capable of being loving." Basically, and then he breaks into a, an origin story about like the fucking pet that he had when he was a kid. You know, walked out on him. Like you know, maybe the parrot he had or something like that was like, you know, sick of his fucking you know talking shit. So like, the parrot would talk. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm creating discourse. That is, like, you know, nonsensical, but the world we live in is nonsensical. So, I mean, this could be tomorrow's news cycle anyways. Cause, because now it's becoming discourse that Sports Illustrated was using AI writers. And they even had AI images for some of these writers, you know what I mean? It's like, here's the thing. Um, I think a lot of people have been doing that. And I think it's been going on since the 2010s. And I think now they're making it a gimmick that is getting out of control now. When I believe it's been getting out of control in the 2010s. That's just my personal fucking uh, opinion. You know. Even even for more discourse, Triple H is uh, saying that you know, like basically without saying that she's not ready, he's saying like he basically just said it. You know what I mean? Kind of in a way like he you know, talked around it so much, so people think that oh look, Jade is gonna be a failure because she's not ready. But, um, you know, he he could just be, you know, like, it could just be for a big moment, like the Royal Royal Rumble debut, maybe an attack or something like that. Maybe, since they're doing a heavy hitter Raw tonight, maybe they're going to do that right now, basically. Have Jade show up as well as CM Punk sh- showing up. You know what I mean? There'll be so many main eventers on Raw tonight. By the way, what the called? I think, uh, I don't know, someone online, I think she confirmed, basically, that her suggestive pins that she does. <coughs> so I need water. I need a lot of things, like a lobotomy. Um, Rhea's like you know uh, doing TikTok shit where, I guess it makes sense to do suggestive pinning. You know what I mean and thirst trap shit. And again, if she wants to do it, that's her idea. And then she and the people that are you know doing it with her are consenting to it. I have no fucking, you know, qualms about it. But when it comes to, like, you know, fundamentalism in the entertainment fucking world, you know, how Ja Rule's forced to be a fucking gay prostitute, Then how do I know that these women aren't forced to fucking do that to make more viral fucking video? And we think it's like, because it happens to be sex, anything that's like, you know, attitude era-like, like like embracing, like, the hypersexuality and then the same people promoting it who want it, who say they want that, then, like, start going in their conservative element of, maybe these women are getting out of control, maybe we need to put them on a leash. You know, like those type of dudes... So she's, you know, so, so, I mean, if she's doing, if she wants to, if she wants to do that on her own, like, I have no issue. I, mean, I think she's sexy as hell. You know what I mean? I think she's awesome. Um, you know, but, like, if she is being forced into it, I also think that's fucking wrong. But we won't find out until, like, maybe years afterwards. And then when she does talk about if her she's uncomfortable with shit, then people are gonna pile on her for doing it in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's how it normally goes. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna come back, um, and I'm gonna um do the recaps, and I'm gonna get over, try to do it quickly. I I wanted to cover the wrestling, the CM Punk shit, and not incorporate it into the Discord. Cause I I do not want to do a long review for fucking uh, for all these shows, basically. You know what I mean? Like, I'm getting tired because of, the, the official shows don't really matter anymore. It's more about the online discourse. That's where the storylines are going now. Okay, I'll just get to the Survivor Series, collision, rampage, all that shit. You know, the show, uh, Survivor Series, the show's alright, though, uh, you know, kind of been overshadowed by the punk discourse, but the thing is, the show not be, should not be this long. And I know they're advertising, and they're doing all kinds of video packages, and I get the money, but they can still keep these events shorter. I was only excited for two matches, which were the, the men's war game match and the Miz Gunther match. The opening women's match was fine, there was, like, some really solid spots, they even made the Becky and Charlotte embracing part count, but watching AEW do these matches, maybe I didn't like the layout of the last one with AEW with the entrances for each competitor, but I think the War Games matches should have had uh, have the competitors outside the ring if they need. And if they need to bring weapons, they'll have them out while the, 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 the teams are getting, you know, it just feels like a more a War Game kind of, you know, type of deal. Just, I don't know. Because most, wepo- most of the time they spend time getting weapons, you know, between the spots and it takes me out i'll give them credit for not having every person go for weapons but it was getting too fucking annoying and the cage isn't isn't enough but they you know it, like it, it, that's not enough of a gimmick but it's just the layout for how how this is done I, I felt the men's war game acted a lot better with at least not making it seem like people in the cage just wait around while other people just kind of pull out weapons it's cool. that WWE is doing, doing the match, but it just feels overproduced. And I think that the three that the AEW have done have honored what the match uh, was in the early in the eighties and early nineties. Although the last one was not as well laid out with how they did the entrances, but at least it was still he- a heated feud for the most part. And the men's and and for this one, and the men's one in this in this pay per view felt like all the over all the over talent, the main talent, were in this one match. For the, like you know, most of the over talent like Guns are still over, you know what I mean. But like, you know, I don't know. So uh, the women's war game match: Becky, Charlotte, Bianca, Shotzi versus Damage Control. So Becky and Bailey started. I was not looking forward to this as much because I know the WWE the war, the war games are watered down compared to you know even compared to NXT's versions. I, I think. I was looking more. I was looking more to the fallout from this than an actual match, but the, the men's one was the one I was hyped for for the creative going in. Um but for the creative for this one was not good going that great going in. I didn't want to do move for move because like you know I mean it's pretty fucking standard, but it was pretty much back and forth and they're moving rapidly to make it feel as heated as possible, I guess. The one main big spot was Bailey getting a suplex between two ring space at one point. Bailey got multiple drop kicks to Bailey against the cage for the disarmor. Dakota poked through with the Kendo, uh so her getting physical means she'll probably be competing soon. Even though she didn't take a bump, but I just, you know, it's more and more she's getting more physical. It let Bailey get the advantage with the Kendo shots before Shotzi comes out, because the baby they got the advantage by the fan vote. Then we needed five minutes of getting weapons out. I said it should be the competitors around the ringside area, like I said before. But Shotzi launched off a chair onto Bailey. Bailey intercept uh uh, um, she intercepted between the rope tope with, uh, in into the ring, like it was a draping DET. And, uh, Bailey was caught in the middle of the rings between Shotzi and Becky, who had weapons, so she opted to climb the cage where the baby faces met her and slammed her head against the cage and knocked her down. And they jump off for, like, a basic strike, essentially. It wasn't worth all the hype, but whatever. EO came out, she grabbed a chain... She was trying to throw Becky around while with it being wrapped around her. EO did a double springboard drop kick to the baby face. She got a double knees. Before the next baby face got in the heels superplexed Becky. Bianca came in and started whipping, you know, all the heels with her with her hair. Props um props to her for not grabbing more weapons. Bianca planted Eo over over her head like a power bomb into the garbage can. She hoists her up. The the heels grab Bianca's hair, but she backflips and gets a double suplex on them. Shotzi and Becky both do the leg the leg drop splash combo off of, of different ropes. Kyrie marches down like a pirate and went all all the trouble to pull out a trash can. A trash can lid. She used it like a shield. She was just hopping around and waiting, I guess. I don't know. They buried Shotzi under the chairs and Eo launches on uh, launches Kyrie uh up and Kyrie does the insane elbow. Bianca presses Eo up and throws her um onto the onto the heels. Everything seemed awkward, just random chair shots, you know, for a bit. Charlotte then comes in and gets a bunch of offense. She does a fallaway slam to Eo onto Bailey. She did a one to Kyrie on the rope. Charlotte caught, um, you know, uh, caught uh, Eo's head scissors and power bombs her into the cage. Charlotte did a double blockbuster to—I mean, it was natural selection, but Cole said blockbuster, so I just put blockbuster. Uh, to Bailey and Eo, um, the heel, the you know, um, Becky and Charlotte face a uh, face off for some reason. They let the heels attack Eo and uh, knocks Charlotte off the top. Eo's at the very top of the cage and gives, um, and gives part of a chain to Dakota. And she attaches it to a garbage can. Why do that when you can use the, the, the multiple garbage cans you have in the Whatever, okay, who cares? But Eo has a can over her body. She, she did this in NXT and dives down into all of them. The camera was focusing on it, so we didn't have to see all the people just stand there. Asuka then pulled out a bunch of black and blue kendo sticks. A table and for some reason a fire extinguisher. All the babyfaces are laid out while the heels have the candlesticks. They chain Bianca and uh, Becky together. The heels do basement dropkicks with them. Oscar did a leg drop to Becky, trapped in a garbage can. Bianca and Becky do a double powerbomb on Bailey and Kyrie. And Charlotte moonsaults off the top of the cage onto the pile. And Bailey's still kicked out. Charlotte and Becky get offense on Bailey, Then a double suplex on Io. And then a double powerbomb on Kyrie. Then they both hug. And it gets a big pop from the crowd. So I guess that worked. Charlotte has Kyrie in the figure eight while Becky has a disarmor, the heels intercepted. There's too much going on here. But Shotzi and Bianca did a doomsday device, but Shotzi drop kicks. Um Becky gets an inverted D T on Kyrie. Bailey gets a rose plant on Becky. Shotzi does a cutter. Bianca uses a fire extinguisher. Eo hits her with a chair. Shotzi gets a straight jacket German. They all just kept doing moves one after another. Bailey takes the bullet for her team by taking Charlotte's spear and then Shotzi does a senton, and then Bianca does a KOD. Then Becky does a leg drop on Bailey through the table and then they win the match. I don't know. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. You know. what's it called. Um. Yeah. So then the uh, Bianca does a K.O.D. Billy does a, a to the table. I. I. I, I, paw- I had a brain fart for a second. So, so. So that. So Becky's leg drop wins the match basically to the table. I thought when they got the things going and they, they're hitting the spots it, it really picked up. I. I know people were into this into into the EO spot. I know it's uh, impressive, but I just think it's kind of stupid. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know. It was stupid when she did the first time too. You know what I mean? I wasn't I don't think I was really that impressed with it. Unless I can go back to find out which event that was at, where you know, because I remember she did it. Charlotte's moonsault was decent but she always lands the way she does which like leaves it kind of leaves a lot to be desired but I can understand with like the top of the cage but I I did like Charlotte and Becky deciding to work together even if there's a face offs at one point didn't get as much reaction but their hugging did but I thought they you know but I thought they kind of had it settled on Smackdown they could I don't know but whatever but when they hugged it did get a favorable reaction uh, I mean, there, there, there's some dope spots in it, but it's, it, it's all about the follow up of this match because Bailey did come off as a babyface by taking one for her team, which will let them, which will let them, let them be disappointed in her, and with the, and 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 then maybe that's the way they get Dakota as you know. I mean, with the way Dakota's been getting involved, uh, you know, in in simple ways, makes me think that you know she'll be off injury reserve and she'll probably be the one who leads the charge in kicking her out. But since I'm saying it, they'll probably do it in a more mediocre way where it really has no heat because the match itself could have just been a four and four Survivor Series match itself. I really I really don't think you need to have two war games matches. And the creator was lacking for it and it's 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 like well when you have these kind of matches, they'll work hard and do impressive shit, but it's like it feels like for nothing when like I, I don't feel that the storyline going in was really all that heated. And they kinda of rushed the Charlotte Becky thing. Where they want to make it seem like it's solely about the storyline, but not mentioning the belt swap, even though they created the real-life incident to add more heat to the rivalry, but when you just reduced it to a two-week build, you know. And I get it, she technically has beef with damage control, whatever, but it's like they don't, uh, they didn't make the feud compelling when they were feud, a feuding with, because it felt like damage control didn't really deliver on their promises when the leader could not win the title or beat Becky in the big match, you know what I mean? I don't know, or you know, I'm talking about the Bianca feud, the damage control too. So it's like you know, I'm already sick of the Becky and Bianca interacting with damage control. But it feels like with how you did this, it feels like a portion of the storyline with them early in the in. The, in uh, but like with the way you did this, it felt it feels like this portion of the storyline is the is like it's like early in their new storyline arc of where it's going. So I just suspected that this would result in t- to facilitate the future of what Bailey will do, you know what I mean? I thought they could have amplified the point of the heels not doing well because they were going going to be at a disadvantage with the babyface is getting the advantage. It's always weird when the babyfaces have the advantage and I get it because sometimes in storyline, you can't always have the heels have the advantage, but I think they handled it well with still letting the heels have the have the heat. The fuse were more here to build spots before the, you know, the build-up the build up spots before the, the game actually began. Like, you know, it, it would have been a lot more better, you know what I mean? Like, it would have, it, it just felt like, okay, it, like, this it it match just felt like, okay, just get to the spots until the War Games match begins. Because it just felt like, you know, they had to incorporate, like, all these kind of weapons in there and all that type of shit. There was a Ruffles advertisement with Alpha minus Gate Alpha Academy minus Gable, and then there's Chelsea and Niven and Pretty Deadly, and then R True shows up against a big pop, but it was hilarious. And it was a typical backstage WWE second segment. <coughs> Can't even speak fucking English, but with, with, with the way I fucking speak. Jay, Gussle and Sammy worry about Orton not being there, and Jay thinking Orton won't because of the past, and Sammy vows to have his back like last year. You know, whatever. So they're playing off that Miz versus Gunder, They start they start off slow with Miz um and Miz gets him with in the corner and gets a chop, but Gunther returns the favor and it just knocks Miz down. Miz tries to take the fight to Gunther, and Gunther shoves him and Miz runs out of the ring and slapping before after slapping Gunther across the face, Miz lured Gunther out um to work on the leg and wraps his leg around the post. I was waiting for him to use a Hart special and he did and I thought Miz should have stayed um. Should have stayed on him, but he was kind of like boasting to the crowd about it. And the guns are drops him down when Miz came down from the top. Miz still fights back until he gets knocked down with it by a chop. Cordero putting over Miz's passion. His icy title reigns. He kept getting dropped, and Gunther would talk shit to him. Miz gets a run on. He fought out of a power bomb. Miz targets the knee. Miz uses the rope as leverage to drop on his knee. Miz gets a roundhouse kick. Miz got some, um, you know, some above-average roundhouse kicks on Gunther. I think you know better than usual, actually. Miz got a tilt the world DT. Corey good actually called it a satellite DDT. he? Uh, Gunther escapes, the, the, escapes uh, the finisher, does a shotgun dropkick and then a powerbomb for a near fall. Uh, he could not believe that he kicked out of the powerbomb. He slaps him around tries to put him in a sleeper. And Miz pulled off the buckle and low blows Gunther uh, twice behind the rest of the back. Does a skull crushing finale for a near fall. The crowd got into it, actually. Miz signals for the finisher again, but Gunther avoids it and he puts Miz in a sleeper. Miz brings him to the exposed corner and Miz uses the burnt um, finish with Piper for near fall, Gunther gets him with a lariat to fend him off, Gunther does a splash, but he didn't get all of it because of Gunther's knee, so what he, he, so that he opts to apply the Boston Crab, Miz gets to the rope, and then Gunther pulled him back, and then he pu- pu- puts a knee on Miz's neck while doing the Boston Crab, so it's like a, you know, uh, you know, like a lion tamer kind of shit, you know, good match, I I wanted to be more rapid and intense, but this is the best I could hope for, but, what made this uh, finish dope? You add another finisher, but it, it didn't—it it didn't seem out of desperation because the need to the neck was the, the definitive spot in in the match of uh, of, the, of the finish. But I like that Miz didn't change the style in the sense that he still cheated and did whatever he could to win, and I felt that in the. In the promo pack and they should have shown that part where Miz mentioned the heroes who wore the title because the brett spot would have meant a little bit more i think he should have borrowed from each champion that he named like do a randy savage guillotine to the you know to the you know to the you know to Gunther, like to like land outside rick rude Breaker, maybe try for, for a perfect plex he clearly did not take Burhardt's advice on how to do the figure four spot because he almost dropped on his head I, Brewer has explained how to do that spot, because if you just drop down, you'll fucking get concussed easily by doing that. But I did like the attempt of the Piper and Brett finish. People identify it more with Austin and Brett, but when he did it to Piper, I was really impressed with that one, you know what I mean? I didn't think it was needed to be this long, but it was still impressive. And I know some people were disappointed Miz didn't win the title. But like I said before, this is why you should have title matches like serve as. Matches you look forward to because the talent sold you on the match. And oftentimes people just want a solid defense. And that is like the best we can hope for. But, you know, um, but I thought this, was, has, this has been a good couple of months for Gunther to have a bunch of decent feuds for the title, like actual storylines and with dope promos as well. I thought this was a pretty good, I thought this was pretty good, it was one of the, the one single match I was looking forward to. Obviously it wasn't the quality of Omega vs. MJF or Punk vs. Mox, but I enjoyed this build for the title match a lot more than I enjoyed the build for the other matches. Judgment Day segment showing off about how the Babyface is destroying themselves from within and with Orton on their team. They were really laying it on thick and I didn't think it was going to happen at this point. I thought at the very least we would have some of the some shit with Jane Orton maybe, but it was pretty straightforward for the most part. I mean, people do try to compare the storyline of Orton showing up to what AEW did in this, in in, 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 but this is what WWE does. This is their style, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a show, long peer review story of someone who's gonna be a partner in a multi man match is being a, like, oh, he's gonna be there or not? Like, it's, it's like you know, it's like that's like a little build we can have for it. You know what I mean? Like you know. It was like was it wasn't overbooked like how MJF did the MJF and Adam Cole one was really like you know attitude era level in the worst ways Santos versus Dragon Lee Santos grounded the match down was very aggressive in targeting knee while well, he had him in the Trio Woe, he tried to do the same shit to he did the ray with the steps. Dragon Lee got a run off the out the and He dives over the to, onto him. Santos keeps grabbing the match and knocks Dragon off the top. And then opted to do a super run, and the referee stops Santos ripping out the mask. The crowd was heated for the match, though. For Santos, at least. Santos doing good character work. Dragon gets a stomp when he thwarted a superplex and lets Santos in the Trio Woe port position. Dragon did a flippy flippy self and the thrust kick. sent um. For this, yeah, for the dust kick that Santos did, basically. They teed off, um, and they got, um, um they got, um, pump, I, I put punk kicks for something, pump kicks. drain got a sit-out powerbomb for a near-fall, Santo got a destroyer, it's called south-of-the-border destroyer, and a phantom driver for the win. It was decent, but I was more impressed with Santos just getting a lot of heat. Even if it was not the best match, I thought that Santos did a good job um, with what he was doing. Uh, I assume maybe we would get new members showing up, I guess, you know, they'll extract that later on. But I do hope Cruz and Del Toro just join Santos again because I think their chemistry has been dope. And if Del Toro and Wild end up just being baby faces, I know they'll just eat pins and become fodder. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't mind if they added, like, you know, like, Lecho like, Lopez at least to make it seem more fresh. But I hope Wild and Del Toro stay with it. You know what I mean? We'll see what ends up happening. This is like, the most heatless match. Zoe dominates. Zoe versus Rhea. Zoe dominates in the beginning. She does a crossbody from the top. There's a springboard drop kick. She ended up doing a DET on the apron where Rhea was spiked. Does a corkscrew sent on for a near fall. She wouldn't get Rhea, She sh- she sh- wouldn't uh, um, let Rhea regroup and eventually backfire when Rhea planted her on the apron and then um, into the ring pose. Rhea gets some headbutts and talks some shit. She did a standing vertical. She pulls... Uh, at her and eventually does a traditional curb stomp thing. She does like three times. It was still like back and forth in an aggressive way. Rhea chokeslams Zoe while they're both on the, on the top rope. I don't know who got the worst of it though. Neither neither did the commentators. Zoe does a thrust kick. Rhea avoids a running kick. They exchange pinning combos. Rhea plants her on her face. And then the Northern lights bridge for a near fall. Rhea talks shit. Um, and then Zoe does a... Does a does back before Rhea roundhouse kicks her. Rhea's rip tie was countered and Zoe almost got a near fall. Zoe's finisher was countered and they both do strikes back and forth and Rhea gets a headbutt and does a rip tie and one of their sexualized covers for the win. They worked hard, but this was just a symptom of the women's division feeling like an afterthought compared to how much Rhea is over and it feels important instead of having good creative on the screen for a lot of the women. They're just keeping the defenses going until Rhea feuds with Becky eventually. But you can build more competitors to be on her level, which is why I wouldn't have minded Naya versus Rhea. Because at least Naya had heat to her character. And it could have been a good slugfest. But I thought this was one uh, of the more cold matches on the card. But props to Zoe, though. She did her best, in my personal opinion. But I really hope Rhea has an important view for the title. Like, the problem is that whoever she defends against doesn't have as much interaction with her. Because she's always doing, like, you know, judgmentation. She's always with other, uh, like, you know, like the, her male counterparts. You know there's another Bay face segment and the competitor doesn't uh say that Orton's not there, and koy said to trust him when he when he says he'll be there, and he did come eventually. This match was pretty good again it didn't be the so level of the AEW ones and i i think you know another element I don't like that they they do they 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 do pins in this when it should be someone surrendering and submitting but this is the way um this is this was like the better war games match of the night. And they made their spots count when Orden arrived. They like that they were hinting at a cash in because they were trying to sell the fact that order might not be there and they had to extract as much time as they could. So Seth and Balor start off. Priest and Drew had, were having a stare down like there was tension. Seth and Balor having an aggressive back and forth. Seth threw him against, the, against all corners of the cage. The crowd was singing throughout all this. Balor escapes a buckle bomb. Balor missed a coup de grace when Seth got a sling blade. Seth gets a backbreaker. Seth wanted to do the stomp, but, in the, but the countdown was happening. But he couldn't, So he stopped, but he could have just done it quickly. Seth done, then knocked JD out of the cage. We tried to come in, and JD brought out a kendo to hit him with. He passed one to Balor and then Seth tried to fend them off. JD got a moonsault from the one ring to the other ring on set. The heels are dominating and they did some weird setup for a double DT. Jay Uso is next. He got a chair from the crowd to change it up, I guess. And he lets a couple of them off. The crowd would chant yeet between each strike. He got a couple of instigaries and a hip attack. But JD caught him for a Spanish fly. Seth and Jay get a double super kicks. when Seth saved Jay from a double superplex. Um, Seth got a double um, spring action handle Priest was next after Drew wanted to be the next guy but Priest told him it was his plan and he goes in and fends Seth off and Jay um, fends off Seth and Jay before the heel get the advantage uh, I'm not sure what Priest had in, um, had in his hand, but he was using it on everyone. I think it was some type of silver baton, but he was dominating with a flatliner or a falcon arrow-like move. Priest did a top rope move onto both babyfaces. Sammy is the next one. Sammy intercepts JD's kendo shot and uses it on him. slams the, the door in Balor's face. He, of course, opts to go for a table under the ring. Sammy did a truffle, truffle stomp on Priest. He gets Balor with the blue thunder bomb. There was a mixture of Usi chants and the, and the Olay singing. JD Got knocked off the top rope. Sammy uses the pipe against him and, and, and Balor to be faces to take turns, beating up JD. Drew is next, and I appreciate not going for weapons, but he drops Seth and Sammy. He gets an overhead throw, does a reverse Alabama slam to Seth on, onto Sammy. He does. He goes to Jay Uso for a bit and targets him, did the reverse Alabama slam on him and threw him against the cage multiple times. Jay super kicks the counter at Claymore. Sammy and Jay did the 1D. Cody is next. He gets to Priest with an uppercut. He drops JD and plants Balor on him. Cody Pulls the bull rope out uh, and said drops. um, um Grab the other one. They kind of clothesline people with it after teeing. They're gonna go. I don't know. They cross a with it. Seth and Cody hype each other up. Like there could be issues. Dom is the last one. The heels go. Um, you know, and the he- um of the-, the heels, he goes at everyone. People are booing him. He gets booed. Um, for the three amigos spots before the third. The rest of the babyfaces surround him and they all beat him up. The heels pile on Seth before he could give Dom a buckle bomb. Drew and Priest are still having issues and then Priest and him chokeslam uh, Seth accepting Cody and Sammy at the same time. The heels go to top, uh, top rope moves onto members of the babyface team. Priest does uh, the razor's edge to Seth throughout the table and then uh, the countdown happens and so so no Orton but then Rhea runs down with the ref so Priest could cash in and then Orton does show up and the crowd loses. He fends off all of them one by one. He powerslams Dom and JD, he gets Ballard um, for the Draping DT. Then Orton and Drew go face-to-face, preach attacks before he could get it going. And the heels pile on, but, the, um, but then the rest of the faces get involved. The heels are trapped, um, between, um, the, um, the, the uh, between the between the rings and then uh, the all the the, the main fans all do dripping DTS. Orton was signaling for the RKO and he's doing it on Jay and he was facing off and then Jay super kicks priest to save Orton who who's coming at fucking Orton basically. Then Orton gets an RKO Cody gets a Cody cutter Sammy Hello Luva kick. Jay with the Uso splash and JD is left alone with all of them. He tries to climb at to the top Sammy and Seth have a, a JD person at the top of the cage and they throw him off into an RKO. That was an insane spot right there. Cody gets the crossroads on Priest for the win Ordin shows respect To Cody and Jay And then CM Punk's Music hits And he actually Comes out and celebrates And everyone loses it I thought people Reacted to the spots A lot better in this match Just like the simple You should have heels Piling on the baby faces Starting the one heel They did to have Impressive shit You know People in the match Really felt over For the most part They like Ordin's spots I definitely... The RKO was a fucking... Was a dope fucking spot. Another one to add to the list of crazy RKOs. He definitely got a new Illuminati body. And he was happy to show it off. How much his new body... How much his new body could do. This is why I have my own podcast. with just me. You know what I mean? I say this kind of... I say this kind of shit anywhere else. You know, I'll get dirty looks. Because I'm not doing kayfabe conversations. But I did like that Jay did vindicate himself by thwarting an attack. But again, everyone in this match was kind of like... Overshadowed by the discourse of punk... And what TK what TK is gonna do. But I was glad that Orden got time to shine, did his thing. I to sit here and pretend the guy was injured for over a year when it could just be that the guy's a part timer now or some shit, you know. I, I still believe he's injured. Doesn't mean that he wasn't injured, but I just thought like, you know, I just thought like, you know, it's kind of over exaggerated. And they have people on their payroll now to, you know, keep that shit going. There's too many spots to keep up with because they're just going too fast and some of them felt important, but... It is what it is. I thought this match delivered and I assumed if the baby faces won, then JD would take the pin, but Priest is the one who took it. I wonder if Drew's still going to be part of it since he was apparently angry and he walked out before Punk came, apparently. I think that'll tie into the storyline on Raw and maybe this is how you know Drew kicks Priest out, but I who knows, you know, it's, it's pretty much a given that Seth and Punk are going to be... Feud most likely, unless they're just keeping that an online thing right now. But we'll know it'll happen as we get closer to the Rumble or Mania. I was happy that the uh, I was happy with the event, but then of course this all becomes punk mostly, and I hope the people who have gone over really good in this company stand their ground against punk on the mic, and don't let him just walk all over them. I can see Seth talking, you know, talking more shit at live events about not caring about someone who tried to tear the company down, and even though I support t- taking the top brass down, but Seth might come off as a baby phase, but I hate this notion when they have to defend the billionaire companies, but whatever. I'm not really looking forward to any of, like, the, like, the discourse now, and I think I'm just getting tired of entertainment as a whole. And I just, I just, me personally I just don't give a shit, but I know I won't be at Mania, so I have to prepare myself for not giving a shit about this product. And since I'm, you know, I'm alone most of the time, I can just be on my own trying to get involved with the internet shit. I, I do think I need to, like, pack this fandom up and just stop watching, but I've been saying this for the last fucking decade plus now. And I feel like every time I every time I do say it, I feel like I'm getting closer and closer. Though, eventually, I will um like you know l- like go to this wrestling place. You know what I mean? So, just let the people I know fucking you know ha- have their connections to it. I'll go to Rampage next. Um, the main event was noteworthy because Shibata drove the title to Yuda, but he's leaving for a bit because some of some matter, something it's a visa issue, but I don't know. But it was about finally getting Utah a singles victory on the AEW brand because he's not had a singles win on the AEW brand. I'll get into it, but Hook beat Rocky Romero. This is kind of cool as he hooked it up with a vet like Rocky. He's a decorated champion, so Hook beating him should mean shit in kayfabe. Rocky kind of played the default heel, which kind of took me back to the days of Forever Hooligan when I first saw him. He did a vet move after doing a chop battle and just took a cheap shot. Hook did get involved in the main event. It was weird because BCC seemed to be babyface, but Yuta has been the one being more heelish. And I know BCC are tweeners, but it feels like it's not being booked as consistent with other shit. But the story of the first match was veteran status of Rocky going at Hook. Eventually... Uh, so essentially, hook. Essentially, so Rocky was actually dominating. I thought Rocky should have been more obnoxious about the forever clotheslines, but nonetheless, Hook got the advantage with the exploder. Rocky sold it well when Hook kicked out of the slice of bread move. The second one was blocked, and Hook got the red run for the win. Pretty decent match, you know. We saw a video practice of Yuta hyping himself up about, the sh- about Shibata taking his title. And since then, he's a, he's not just a pure wrestler. He's an asshole. He's, like, you know, a lot, like, you know, he's basically he's a lot better now. You know what I mean? And he's going to beat him headshot for headshot. And he vows to take Shib- uh, send Shibata back to Japan worse than before and make um, sure he'll never come back for the title again. And with the news of Shibata going back to Japan, he may not be back. And if that's the case, it sucks that Shibata didn't get to mix it up on the main roster as often, you know. Statlander faced off with Diamante, which is pretty decent. It was pretty aggressive, and people were into it. It helped that this edition was a live edition of Rampage, right? And people were more lively during the show. I wish you saw more from Diamante because she's good, but we had to have limited time for the women, um, you know, women. Mercedes did come out during the during the match who was talking to Statlander. I was glad they were using Statlander after losing the, t- losing the title. It feels like her and Willow are going to be... Feuding with Mercedes Diamante, because after the match, Willow made the save. There was a dope spot with a backslide, which looked really intense, but I was, like, I was picking and choosing which move to talk about, but the DT and the sliced bread were really well done from Diamante. Stat one with a discus lariat, and then the heels attack, Willow came out. This will be the usual, like, repeated shit for feuds, and it will be the most basic shit. You know, you know what I mean? Like, there will be any more character development from it, you know, I don't know. Garcia kind of promo that was done before the show the in the seats in, in the in the in the you know in the crowd, putting over how important the mini G one is and how people are coming in with momentum and how it's uh, coming in and uh, how how he how he's coming in off off of different losses and his confidence is not really at a high level. Kingdon came out for a match to cut a promo about no neck November and how Roddy is not here to celebrate. He blames Andretti for trying to kill Roddy, but Roddy is no lesser man. He's a damn hero, and he proved that. Sometimes heroes don't wear capes, they wear neck braces. He's more determined than ever to let his best friend, and, t- and Matt Taven takes it back because Cole's no best friend. No, sorry, th- th- Bennett said that. Then Taven, then uh... That was all. You know. Then David takes over. And he says that he knows Bennett is upset. No, no, next November is coming to end. He said no. He said next the halls and they're bringing, uh, um, bringing uh, a next strong new year. And he cuts to the chase and said MJF is, is, is a devil. And he mocks MJF's poem about how the devil has arrived in Philadelphia. He said the idiots of the crowd know he's a devil and basically said that um they they set their and they basically set their eyes on the ROH titles. Which I will imagine that will happen at final battle. The promo was longer than the actual match. They faced off with some job dudes named Duke Davis and Danny Jones. I, I liked this because the promo stood out, and they just had a simple win. Basically, Taven got a frog's black for the win. They went back, um, uh, back to the other Kingdom theme, not the one that Cole had in ROH. It was a good run while it lasted. The main of the main event was good. The match of the show it was the match of the show. Uh, this is the most uh, commentary that's focused on the Shibata story and how the injury has p- impacted his like you know, career. And if I didn't know he was leaving for a bit, then I would have been impressed with then, the storytelling. But maybe the company should have used him more on the main roster to tell the story. Yuta gets a, a rope break at one point. Yuta got warned for punching Shibata in the face. It was a submission and strike heavy, you know, Yuta got another rope break, it picked up uh, as it went on, and then Yuta did uh, use the ropes um, to, like, you know, uh, basically um, try for a pin, but the ref, the ref was knocked down, the ref didn't see it at first. Um, but then he did a low blow when the ref was knocked down, and he won the, with the seat belt. Yuta kicks him in the nuts afterward when he tees a handshake, he does a DT to spike him, and then Hook comes in to make the save. Maybe they'll do a title over the title match. I think Hook should retire the FDW FTW title and maybe go for a real title and he could win the pure title, maybe. It was a decent episode though. You know. All right, let me go to uh, let me go to the rampage recap. The collision recap. They had promo from Kingston, Brody, Garcia putting over the tournament. Claudio Garcia. This match was dope. I didn't expect Garcia to win, but I kind of think since the tournament needed a shot in the arm for the first week, they should have let Garcia get an upset victory to kind of get some momentum. But they opted for Claudio to win the match. Claudio was trying to go for an early victory, um, and Claudio did pl- play a bit more heelish since Yuta early in the night was going full heel, I guess. So I guess Claudio would kind of you know do that for now, but then it could change. You know, what I mean, depending on the week. I did like how Garcia couldn't get the guillotine body wrap properly, and Claudio got a standing vertical. Claudio was basically bullying Garcia to fight back. Thing is, even if Claudio is being more heelish, in storyline Claudio would have a reason to like Garcia since he was part of the JAS. Basically, uh, Garcia eventually got the advantage, so naturally he dances. Claudio got a drop kick he did earlier and started swinging. Garcia gets a guardrail before the picture-in-picture. Garcia countered a pop-up with a body wrap guillotine and adjusted to the back. Um, to get a choke when Claudio tried the same tactic to get the standing vertical. Garcia would get some momentum and then Claudio would stop it. Garcia had the ankle lock at one point. Garcia got a pinning combo to get out of the Ricola bomb. Garcia went for the a dragon tamer but Claudio got um got it instead. With then he does it. It should be called the sharpshooter when he does it. Claudio eventually got the pop-up uppercut for a near-fall. Then another uppercut and a cola bomb finished him. It was decent. I would have opted for Garcia to get the upset, but this was just a... It was fine. It was a little bit more intense, but I didn't think it'd gone to the next gear for what it could have been. But I hope Garcia legit does well in the tournament because it feels like he will cut these promos, but nowadays people think it'll mean the push is imminent. But I think, you know, the push happens in another company. So we have, can have stats over, you know, the online kayfabe of which talents had the rug pulled under from them in different companies. This is what the booking is going to be. It was, it was a good win, and Yuta came out to celebrate. And since he did some heel shit on Rampage, it meant they wanted the residual heat to go to Claudio, So it probably means they're going to go back to being heel again. I, I contemplated adding the House of Black stuff before I got to the Brody and Kingston main event. But since it's Black and Buddy tagging, I'll just keep that shit separate. I'll go to Kingston and Brody as a main event. But Claudio had three points and Garcia zero. Uh we had another Kingston promo. He's goofing on the uh cold open not being enough. And asked the production guy how much time he has left. He explains how important the tournament is and how you put the ROA's new Japan strong title on the line for this. He names the heroes who have won the title, ROA title, puts over winning a title in Japan and wants to make this prestigious. He has to get ready to beat Brody and he wraps it up by the production um it up to the production guy and, um, and then uh, and basically, he was just being sarcastic and all that. This, this, they used to come off more authentic, but they, they they've overcompensated since they since he did a promo in the beginning, and he could have just done this promo in the beginning rather than this match rather right now. Before the main event, we saw video packages from Dynamite with all the competitors and tournament go over their first matches, still declaring they'll win, and etc. And all that. So Brody versus Kingston was the main event. They spent the first few minutes to come to stalemates with shoulder shoulder blocks. Which then turns into a chop fest back and forth. Kingston gets some good uh, gets good some good ones. Brody power, um, uh, Brody power, um, Brody power with the strikes was too much for Kingston. He got a cannonball. Kingston eventually gets a Brody um, gets a Brody tripped into the steps from a drop toe hold after he was getting dominated outside. Brody ends up doing a low crossbody gets a guardrail Kingston looked like he was uh, killed from the senton, the way he screamed in pain. Um, Brody got a superplexed. Kingston collapses, that he's being as he's being, uh, being hammer thrown to the pa- um to to the hammer thrown from the from, um being hammer thrown to, to the corner from the pain. Basically, he tries to fend off um uh, Bro- uh, fend Brody off, but. He can't get get him off his feet, but eventually he does. He gets the machine gun shots. Brody's still able to get a German Kingston. Try to use the adrenaline to get back on his feet. And He still managed to get a back fist on Brody. They they got they got stupid with the spirited battle, spirited chop battle here. Like the crowd was not really uh, really reacting as much as they would. This always takes me out now, you know what I mean? Eddie got a DAT and an Inziguri for a narrow fall. Brody uh, back body drops Kingston, and then the Kingston charges into a slam. Kingston gets an Exploder, then a half and half. Then a like and he couldn't finish him. There was like less than five minutes left where it could be a draw. Um, Brody gets a Paul Driver for a near fall. I was trying to recapping the main event at this point. I just I wanted to be over because I was doing this at, like you know, early in the morning. Kingston got more back than and then Brody gets a Gonzo bomb for the win. This one picked up, picked up, and the spirit of battleship becomes weak sometimes. I don't know. The match didn't really get into its final gear, but I mean, it went, it went long, it went, lo- if, if it went longer, you know, if, if it, if it uh, went longer, it would have. But I mean, this was like it, it'd be like there's also a time limit. You know what I mean? I thought they would have like really stretched out the time limit in this one with the way that they're amplifying that like, the time limit. I don't know. It was still good. It picked up. You know what I mean? I just all these matches have gotten into really next gear for the first week of the tournament. So, Casey will face Brian next week, and I'm going to look forward to that shit. Anyways, nothing else other than to say that Brody is having three points. It's hard to go through three matches when there's, like, when there's other things happening in this company. It's hard to go through, th- through these matches, not three matches. They only had two matches for the... I guess Brian and Andrade didn't happen. I guess... They're gonna have to even that out um, with like Brian and Andrade maybe facing you know, uh, at some point like during like you know the, during like the during like the other, maybe Rampage or during uh, you know Dynamite if, who knows if Brian can compete because you know people are thinking that he's still injured. So it means like more shit's gonna happen to this company. Killswitch, Killswitch beat the boy. You know, the Luchasaurus. He beat the boys pretty easily, and the boy, the boys annoy me with the noise that they make when they're in midair. He choke slammed one to the outside the ring and does that strike to the back of the neck on the other. And then Edge came out to attack after Killswitch was going to go do the concerto. So the so the commentators thought, but Killswitch choke one through the chair, and then Edge came out and attacked from behind um, with the chair repeatedly. Then does a cross face with the part of the chair, and then he uh, does a concerto. And as Edge is focusing on the crowd, Killswitch then starts moving, which seems impressive. So Edge notices, he curb stomps Killswitch, and then does a concerto again. This was sort of a backstage promo for Venomous shit. And it makes sense why they're writing off Nick and Killswitch for a bit, because Nick, Edge made a challenge for Dynamite in Montreal, which is what I expected, because they wouldn't go for a pay-per-view. They have like monthly pay-per-views now, and they're still going to give away fucking big-time matches on fucking, you know... So right after the the break, Ed tells Lexi to leave because he was pissed off. He says all this is on Christian. It's all because of insecurities Because Christian is afraid he's gonna get be second fiddle, or that people would care about him more. He could care less about any of this, and he told them from the beginning that their friendship was more important than what anyone could say or or, or say or what whatever the industry would throw at them. He would not get past his own ego, and he goes over Christian almost ending Sting, and waiting to Nick's mother, and goes over how he did not didn't want to team with Edge. Then goes over Christian mentioning his kids and Bet's name, and Edge says that he's a short fuse and he wouldn't let Christian light um um he wouldn't let let Christian off light basically but when he meant he he, he, yeah he wouldn't let Christian off light but when he mentioned breaking his neck and being in a wheelchair drooling while his kids look at him. Christian is not just threatening him; he's threatening his future, and I he's threatening his kids. So now he's going to be hunting Christian. He tells him to ask Killswitch and Nick what happened. And when Ed snaps, he's going to change his soul, hurt him, and kick him in his face. He said, "When Christian goes to bed and closes his eyes, these are the eyes that he will envision. That um, that he will envision the pain he will bring to his world. And now he's going to take his T D title because it's the most important thing in the world to Christian. It's secondary to him. He made a challenge from Montreal. He's going He's going to go places that Christian has never gone because he doesn't have that dog in him. He was screaming all this promo, by the way. This may, have been, this may have been Edge's best promo in the company this far, and it made, me, it, made, it made me feel heated for it, you know what I mean? I would have opted to save it for a pay-per-view, but they might run it back, I guess, you know? I don't like that Edge said that the title secondary to him. Like, yeah, compared to your family, I said I get it, but the title should be important to Edge as well. I want, I want to imagine maybe we get a rematch or some shit in the pay-per-view, but it makes sense to uh, want to sell out the first show in Montreal. I wish it was in Toronto, to tell you the truth, but I like that... I, I like this, and I, I think it's, it's, and we think it's going to be, it's, it's going to, like we, we think it's uh, going to Christian, and, and like an edge, but I feel that, you know, uh, like, like I, I I don't know what I'm trying to say here, I, I was writing this like late at night, hold on a second, ooh, 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 let me try to, it, and also doesn't, add, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking, it also doesn't fucking help that I fucking stutter, and I can't fucking speak English, you know what I mean, kind of a fucking idiot. I, I'm just, I'm, I just, I don't really care about any of this really anymore, you know what I mean, just, I just want to get over with, just to add something there, but like, you know I mean, I just, I just don't care about anything anymore, really, to tell you the truth. I can't even speak proper English. and And this podcast is basically just for people that hate me, who just laugh at me in their fucking shitty group chats. um but I, I like this i think um you know i think it's like you know going to be christian edge but i do feel that that's where nick's mother will turn on edge unless they want edge to win the title in montreal then the rematch for the title happened at the pay-per-view where the turn happens there maybe i guess i let like the promo those passionate and tied their history together and now he made promises for shit that will happen and this company they're pretty good at delivering on their promises House and Black uh, versus, uh, you know, Commander and Gravity. This was an okay match, but they would they would get involved with FTR after the match with the righteous. Um, Alex man just manages a lucha guy. I guess he's just like he's like he's like the Sonny Ono of the baby faces. I really didn't give a shit about this match because I'm not really into Gravity, but Commander has his moments. Plus, the added fact that um, Buddy and Black are discourse characters. Um, Buddy had control over gravity before getting the tag to Black. Commander got a blind tag. Black didn't know but but Black drops gravity with a high boot. Commander gets a crossbody. Some other high fly moves. Black got uh, some uh, kick strikes to both of them, to both good guys, and then German for a near fall. I didn't think they need to go to a picture-in-picture. I thought they should have done this sooner, because these guys lose all the time, so they shouldn't be should be going 50-50 with, you know, with with Buddy and Black. Kevin Kelly made a stupid joke about gravity and get, getting a knee Armstrong. Uh, Commander shouldn't uh, be getting uh, these near falls on Black either. Maybe uh, I just know not to get invested in the Lucha guys because it just seems like it's a good match. Nothing character-wise to get behind. Toward the end, Black and Buddy caught Gravity's tope, but he escaped what they were going to do to let Commander get his tightrope run. Uh, the Luchos guys, uh, you know, high-flying move were countered, and then d- d- double pump kicks from the heels. And I was begging for this match to be over, but then they hoist gravity up into double knee strikes. Uh, Black sit- sits cross-legged and, w- and wants Commander to crawl over and lets Buddy get a curb stomp for the win. It was a fine match, but they should have just been done sooner. This should not be the, the, the last of time that we saw, like, you know... Th- 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 like, this would, like, not be the last time we saw, um, you know, uh, Buddy and Black, because they, show- they-, they involved... With the FTR shit. Julia's match was next. So I'll just include it here. Since to the House of Black thing. It was also House Rules. I like the aura of Julia's champion. She's doing the House Rules. Where the choice for Lady Frost is a no countouts. If I can remember. The rest of the rules are, are DQs are enforced. No rope breaks. And 20 second count, counts outside. I always thought th- those rules are non-negotiable. But I guess the countouts was implemented. But the commentators weren't explaining the House Rules in, this, in general. At least Excalibur d- d- does them properly. It was fine. Lady Frost sold, like, hell for Julia, and it made it look good. Tony said no, uh, no count-out. Tony Schiavone said no count of match. He knows better to, like, because he's been on Dynamite where they did do these rules. I don't know. Julia trips Lady Frost on the apron and she was avoiding Julia's attempt to get her. The only rule that they were emphasizing on the no countouts, and they are not mentioning that there's no road breaks or DQ enforced. Now Julia did try to use a chair before the ref stopped it. Julia moonsaults off the steps and then Julia moves and Lady Frost fall- falls on her ass when she tried to moonsault. Uh, Julia lariats Lady Frost off the chair, Lady Frost um, with some fancy roundhouse kicks, Julia d- d- doesn't get all the lariat from behind, she applies her finisher for the win, it was a good to get her some television time to defend the title, but the match was not that great, Julia's still a bit green, but Frost helped her make look uh, look as good as possible. Then the FTR versus The Righteous, I didn't care about this match either because they haven't given me a reason to give a shit about The Righteous. And since they couldn't win the ROH titles against one person, they have been getting jobbed out. They just feel, like, empty. Even if the talent is there, there's, like, no protection. So I see these guys just at level. But this is a fine match. I'm just, like, you know, I'm just not into the characters as much anymore. Dash had to fend off the heels... This is what I see like most of the match. Dutch got a big splash and a power bomb on Dak when they prevented um, him from tagging, uh, you know, tagging. Cash eventually gets in a hot tag. He fends off both the heels off aggressively. He got hit with a boss man slam, but Cash is still able to eventually fend them off long enough until the shatter machine was done to them. Black and Buddy come to the crowd. They say that no one's here to save them. Not Cesaro. They actually said Cesaro. And people think he's trying to get fired, but then he says "No, no Yuta, and he says no CM Punk. So the misconception of this play Places, uh, the, the misconception is this place is not the brotherhood they think it is, and the lights go out and they are nowhere to be seen. But then there's laughter. And this is aired before Punk's return, so this must have made people think, "Oh, Punk will come back eventually." But whatever, at least we know there's no feud between there's a feud between these guys, and maybe they'll become something better. Who knows? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not holding my breath since this is a discourse company now. Uh, Callis goes off about having so many, having so many degrees and has a high IQ, he can't figure out how the Golden Jets got a tag title shot, the only tag to one match, and how Hobbs broke them, and how you sent Jericho to the hospital, anyone can get it, and he says that like, they don't need a team to beat Golden Jets, Hobbs is one man wrecking crew, Hobbs says he's big, black, and jacked, and anyone can get it. I'd be into this catchphrase more if they didn't have, like, if, if they didn't have a good, uh, uh, wait, wait it didn't. Ha- it didn't have. Uh, like, if it didn't have a good highlight, like if they d- didn't have a good highlight for him to go back to, just doing, going back to the back burner. It just feels like okay. When you get when you get my time, just say this, and this will get you some ultimate fucking heat. Because he says it with conviction. It's believable. You know what I mean? What 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 he's saying. You know what I mean? But it's just like the booking is not like always there with him. It's like it's always like. Like, they keep him strong, but they keep him away. I don't, I don't know. I can't explain it. But I'm supposed to be happy that Hobbs cuts, you know, you know. Like, like, they point out the booking inconsistency, and I'm supposed to be happy that Hobbs cuts another intense promo, and it never really goes anywhere. So do, a, do Jericho and Omega with the titles and the feud with Cal's family? Just, I don't know. Whatever. They showed a promo with uh, with Andretti and Darius and how they have been teaming up for the last eight months and then they have good chemistry. But something is off and then Darius, uh, no, Dante Martin shows up. And uh, this was cut from the broadcast apparently, so they had to show it again and viewers at home. So hopefully these guys can stay healthy, watch Andretti get injured now. But I hope Top Flight can elevate to the next level this time, I don't know. But I'm not holding my breath because, you know, but I'm glad that Dante is back. Starks and Bill cut a promo uh, to address Jericho and Omega and Starks uh, thought there would be more of a fight from Jericho and he's shocked that the clout vampire has lashed onto him in, like a like a moth. This is how bad the Jericho and Starks feud was. I forgot they feuded because the clout vampire line sounded familiar. This is how Jerk Jericho's feud have sucked from um, with the structure, basically. Jericho will uh, will will not bite his neck. Bill calls them the golden girls and Starks and incorporate their lyrics to the to, to the to, to the Lyrics of the theme, uh, like, lyrics of the theme, like, lyrics in the promo, essentially. I put lyrics to the theme. This is what happens when you write it when you're half asleep and shit, you know what I mean? He goes over how he and Bill don't know much about each other um, like, their birthdays. But Star- but Strikes know that Jericho and Meg are not built like Bill. Bill goes over his alcohol withdrawals and issues. He always knew he'd be back on top when he couldn't get out of his bed. And was at the lowest point of his life, he would make it back on top. And when no one believed in him and everyone counted him out, and he said he, um, and said he was washed and never would make it back to pro wrestling again. He knew he would make it back to the top. Standing in the ring with Starks, he's he's right. He has made it back to the top. They know they know about Jericho and Omega. They're the two of the best to ever do it. But they don't know what they're um, what they're dealing. With. With. They're angry, motivated. They're not going to beat the living, uh, they're going to beat the living hell out of them. But no, they're not just going to beat the living uh, living hell out of them. They're going to embarrass them. And Bill compares them, um him and Starks to the NBA guys like Jordan and Pippin, Shaq and Kobe. He doesn't see that in Jericho and Omega. He named Lee, Kerr. All he sees is the dude that handed Michael Jordan a bazooka, Joe bubblegum before the starting lineup. And Starks makes a crack about not knowing these basketball players, but he says that he knows those guys are must be really good. Just two people. Um. Uh, just two people in this world. Those who say they're the best and the ones who prove it. And They talk about what kind of gum they like when they beat Jer- um, uh, Jericho and Omega. Basically, it was a good cro- promo because it was more about Bill and he didn't get much time on the mic. But um. But he's been getting more comfortable and back into his groove and maybe interested. But I know they're definitely losing it to Omega and Jericho. I really don't think Starks is gonna stay in this company long. But the but who fucking knows? But what happens? I like this promo, but you know, but and, and and how it was focused on but you know how and how it was focused on Bill and all that type of shit what, what he went through. And he came he should be talking a gang of shit even if no one buys that they're gonna win They win the match. And maybe I'm wrong and they do win, retain, you know what I mean? I just dread another Strux and Jericho interaction and it shows how shit that feud was if I totally fucking forgot about it. Keith Lee versus Lee Moriarty. They're they they're still keeping the Shane Taylor storyline despite him not being in this corner for this match. But the creative has not has been non-existent mostly. So now I'm supposed to give a shit. But this is a pretty good match. Keith, it was getting a bit of it was getting a bit agile spinning kicks and then he eventually pounces Lee before the picture in picture. Lee was targeting the arm and had him in a triangle, but Keith um. Bicep curls him, throws him and gets a Lariat. Lee did a uh a, Lee a, a bulldog he did a bulldog on Keith. Keith tried to block the roundhouse kick, but Lee got him with the arm. Um he did a springboard attack and Keith eventually gets a jackhammer for the win. And he did a cut a promo backstage. He said he put over Lee backstage. He felt motivated with the, um, um with the with this and when he said that he was tired of the misrepresentation, the treat the mistreatment and the lack of opportunity given to him and he will take it in one someone that um and they know who they are and we'll um see um we'll see this shit go nowhere fast like all keith lee's storylines but no one can one can hope that you know but since it's a discourse company this is where it goes now but i don't know if he's talking about shane taylor or if he's like willing to go against somebody so the next uh, matches on dynamite for the tournament are mark briscoe versus roosh Switchblade versus Swerve, which I anticipate will go to a time limit draw on this one. And Moxon and Lethal. And then Collision will have Garcia and Andrade, Claudio versus Brody, and Brian versus Kingston. I don't know. Anyways, you know, that's it, I guess. I'm, I'm going to go watch Raw. It's, it's, it's 9 p.m. right now, so i got to see what's happening now, basically. Peace out.